0: there we're live now uh yeah no i just kind of throw it together and then you know it, it's somewhat unfair where also I'm, oh shit maybe i should invite some people but usually people text me or something say hey is a thing on?" i'm like hey yeah you want in and i don't know kind of first come first serve because you can't we can't we can't have more than three people myself included on otherwise it becomes a zoo unless we have like uh like a chad elkins uh who's who's there with us in spirit he's very quiet he's like a a short ninja you never know he's, he's very quiet
1: yeah
2: actually uh, i was on uh Forney stream with chad uh an hour or two ago
0: oh really what uh what'd you guys talk about
2: oh well, i was shocked to find you know, chad actually went to school with uh
0: richard spencer yeah i knew that yeah he did i think was spencer his teacher or did, was he a student
2: he was he was a student he was ahead of him but what was interesting the reason i mean the reason that chad came into the thing was uh Apparently, it hit the news that Richard Spencer's wife and mother of his two children fall for divorce.
0: Oh, just recently? Apparently, yeah.
2: Um, And, uh, you know, because Richard Spencer is, you know, a Nazi by the mainstream media, you know, picked it up. And and Forney and Spencer have some bad blood. I don't know all the details of it.
0: Who does Forney not have bad blood with? Name one person (laughs) that he doesn't (laughs)
2: Uh, I'm, I'm not going to touch that one, but uh, you know, you know, Matt. Matt's a guy with strong opinions. You know, well, like you. I mean, you pissed off a lot of people, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, but I think Matt goes that extra mile to, you know, really, you know, if if ever I pass away, I think Matt could be a good asshole. He maybe he'll take the that <laughs> so,
2: Yeah, you will pass the mantle. Yeah, he's younger than you, right? Younger he's than younger man, than me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, he's got longevity there. That's so kind
2: of you know, you know, maybe, but now, uh, well, you know, you're. You, you know, you're a shtick. You're, you're, you're kind of apolitical. I mean, you're, you're political in the, I mean, you're, you know, libertarian, but I mean, you don't, you're not, you don't really subscribe to an ideology so much. You know what I mean? Like you don't care about like your person's religion or
1: uh, no. who, they,
2: who they have sex with or no. you know, no. any of that kind of stuff. And, you know, Matt has a lot of strong opinions about things like that. So
0: I, w- I wouldn't even say I'd say Matt has a healthy respect for it too, because even he kind of ducked out of politics, which is which is a sign I think of a, a sane or at least a, a quasi intelligent individual. Because um, I certainly do have a political ideology, but I don't let it rule my life. I mean, I'm a libertarian because well, that's the correct answer. But you know, people could believe in the <laughs> false religious if they want. <clears throat> but no, I'm not gonna. If, if you, you, you really got to go to some kind of like you have to be a genuine uh, a racist, you'd have to be a genuine sexist, you'd have to be a genuine communist or so which is which is way more common for me to detest you or simply have no respect for you. Uh, but I'm not going to get up. I don't really get excited or get in that Internet drama uh, as much like. Um, what I, what I always get a kick out of, I'm going to besmirch him here. I, I like watching, and it's like my People magazine. It's like my smut or my grit or smit or it's the dirt. Uh, the gossip, that's what it is. I like the gossip. Um, I like watching the 30 Days War, you know, the 30 Years War between the Protestants and the Catholics? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I love the 30 Days War between Arini and, um, and Beckloff because it was so stupid. It was so petty. I'm like, what are you guys fighting about? Don't you yeah. both – are we going to reenact this stupid shit again? And apparently they were. And, well, you, uh, heard
2: the, you heard the latest, right?
0: Um, that Irini got banned off of YouTube?
2: Yeah, that's fucked up, man. He, like how many years of – I mean his channel is gone. He had years of content. I don't know how many videos, but I mean all that work is gone. I don't know if he archived it. I doubt Well,
0: it. let me – that's why I have my best YouTube videos archived. I have all of them backed up on drives. Uh, some of the requests I don't, obviously don't save up, and this is why I back up my my blog posts. I mean, it's it's a good reminder. Like you, you cannot rely on these these formats at all. And um, what I really ought to do with my blog is like I'll back it up once every two to three years until there's a critical mass to write a book or you know have my best blog. But what I really ought to do is save a Word file for each quality post that I would publish in the future instead of wait two to three years, but. That's why I'm, I'm waiting on an artist to get his head out of his ass, um, which don't even start me down that road. It's been <laughs> two fucking months, and this guy can't draw a chick with a fucking hammer and sickle and a heart. I'm like, for fuck? And then he gets back to like, you understand, we're really busy And it's like, no, it, he says it takes him four hours. I'm like, well, what the fuck is this two month shit? <laughs> you know, and then you got RJ Jones who quit drawing McGraw. You know, he's, he's, uh, He's really like Spears relieving Dyke in Band of Brothers. You ever see that show, The Band of Brothers? Uh,
2: yeah, I've seen him. I, it, don't, it's been years. I, I, I don't it, remember all the characters. So. One of
0: the scenes, you got a competent uh, lieutenant relieves a, a dipshit lieutenant. That's basically it, and that's that's where Spears is is. Um,
2: well, the dipshit lieutenant was like the Jewish guy.
0: I don't know. Dyke, is Dyke a Jewish name? I don't know. I
2: I just remember there was a scene in that movie where the the Germans. No,
0: that was Schwimmer. David Schwimmer plays this asshole um, uh, drill instructor. Um,
2: Yeah. And they played the joke on him. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's David Schwimmer who actually played, played that character really well. Sobel. That was the guy's name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But, um, so I'm waiting on, on, uh, this artist. Like I, I, consolidated all my work pieces for the past three years, organized it, put it into a Microsoft Word document, gave numbered pages, got it outlined, have the the table of contents. The dis- I mean, I, I did it in one day, one day of hard work. I banged it all out. I'm waiting two fucking months for this guy to draw a fucking pinup. And he says it's going to take four hours. I'm like, and he's like, you understand. I'm like, no, no, I understand why you artists are poor and starving. I understand why musicians and artists can't get their fucking shit together and why teachers think that they have a hard job because you guys have never actually worked hard. Because then I have – here's the other thing is I put together a video today. Uh, a a Sonny uh, Numoleni uh, is his last name. I hope I pronounced it right. Just to show you how delusional these artists are, This kids from South Africa – um, he has an art style. You go to like art station. You don't go to deviant art. If you want to find artists, you got to go to art station. So I go to art station, look up this, you know, you kind of scan through it. Like you search comic book style art. And then I find this kid. I really like his style. It's simple, but it's got some character to it. I'm like, I really like this. So I contact this kid. and I say, Hey, uh, how much to put this together? He says, Bada a I'll be, uh, I think it was 80 bucks or 60 bucks or something like that. I'm like, okay, half up front, half upon completion. And the kid banged it out, you know, like RJ Jones just banged it out, has professionalism, bangs it out, gets it done. And I'm like, damn, look at this kid go. And, you know, he even had to remind me, hey, I'm halfway done. Do I get my other half? Of my- oh, shit. Here here you go, kid. Sorry. Um, but then I got some fucking elitist taking his, his hop-along time getting this done. Uh, so this book could have been, you know, it's also like this. Uh, not to besmirch the person we're talking about with Davis, the, the reason that I have to back up my blog. Um, but I wrote my book, Pad Economics, in a shorter period of time. It took Davis to record it. It took him nine months to record a book that took me three months to write. And it's just like, you know, I just, I just need the artistic artsy-fartsy type. We'll have like a genetic mutation. They'll take a little bit of my blood and DNA and we'll inject it <laughs> into them. And then they'll get their fucking act together and they'll have a little bit. You know, me and Glendon Cameron, we get, we get the hustle vaccine. Uh, we we fuse our genes together and we we inject it into otherwise very talented artists that have no hustle, no work ethic, and then all of a sudden they they understand what a timetable is. They understand scheduling. They understand that two months to draw a picture is is not satisfactory. But um, anyway, well, so uh, I got I got my notice, book back.
2: Yeah, you know this is a recurring. Like uh, I've noticed this about the artistic type people that they you know, they kind of live in their own, uh, universe. I mean, yeah. you know, that, like you and I were, I think, uh, I think it's safe to say we're more like a uh, analytical empirical type people. Like hey,
0: bae, I, sure. Yeah. If you want. Yeah.
2: Um, and I noticed the artistic people, I mean, I admire their ability to draw. Like I can't do that. Like you, know, you can't just take a pencil and sketch shit and you know, you know, I look at something, I can't draw it. I mean, I, when I draw, I draw stick figures, you know? Right. Um, but I've noticed a lot of those people, they do kind of live in their own head and they, they, they have their own – I mean, they can be frustrating to be around because, they, like, you and I, we tend – like, if we say, like, okay, uh, I'm starting my stream at 5 uh, o'clock, that right. doesn't mean 5.15. It doesn't mean 5.05 or 5 – no, it means 5 o'clock. Yep. Um, but the artistic people, they're like – well, yeah, you just said it was on Tuesday. I didn't know what you really meant. It meant five on Tuesday. Two- you know what I mean? They're they're in their own little world, you know? And when you're dealing with these people, you kind of have to just downshift and realize that that's the speed that they work at. You know? I, I mean, I it's com- frustrating.
0: I completely disagree. I just think they need their asses kicked <laughs> and yelled. Right. I, I, I can't know because I had to see a, a friend of mine give me the exact same argument, and she's kind of more into the uh, community of touchy-feely artistic types. And you can't tell me someone with an IQ above 50 doesn't understand the concept of time, doesn't understand the concept of punctuality or deadlines or budgets and stuff like that. And so she was trying to explain to me, oh, what the Myers-Briggs and they're a QSJQ and some people are an OOPZ. I'm like, take your fucking acronyms. <laughs> a up your ass. <laughs> Don't tell me because there's a, a Z there. That person can't tell time. It doesn't understand it. It's too, way too damn long to take uh, two months to draw a picture. Um, no, these people are lazy. They're procrastinators. That's why they went into art. And all they want to do is their art. They don't want see. Like all I want to do is podcast and write books. That's all I really want to do. But you know what? Seventy-five percent of the work—that's only twenty-five percent of the work—is doing the podcast and writing the books and writing blog posts. You know what? The other seventy-five percent is preparation, marketing. Market. Yes. Market. Well, not, not all, market. yeah, sure, there's operation. Like I had to go to a bank, get a corporate credit card. You know, there's there's overhead and maintenance. The actual product itself only takes a quarter of my time. The remaining two-thirds, three-quarters uh, is all the other standard bullshit that comes with, with running any business. And, you know, artists just don't want to do that. They just don't want to do that. They're kind of like, well, that's, that's. – And I saw this a lot in banking where you have, you know, truck driver Fred the fuck – well, I'm driving truck and I could drive truck better than anybody else. I don't need, I can I don't need my boss to do that. I don't need to work for the man. Little do they realize what the man does, like set up LLC, get insurance, scheduling, maintenance, all this other stuff. And so they only want to do the thing that they want to do. And they think that the business management side of it, the managerial accounting side of it is optional. And sure enough, I'd say a good 70% of the reason that, um, Small business owners went belly up or were insolvent when I was working in banking was because they thought accounting was optional. I mean, their accounting system really was, well, there's money left over. It's like, well, that's because we just lent you $50,000 on a line of credit (laughs) last month. You didn't make that money. Not one of those dollars is your money. That's our depositors money that you have right there. So I, I believe it's it's laziness and stupidity and 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 conscious. Don't don't tell me you don't know that it's five o'clock. Don't even act like you're that. that we let way too many people, our generation, our, every generation, get away with being tardy. Oh, well, you didn't know how to tell time? You know the big hand, little hand. You didn't get that in the third grade. Fuck off. That, no, no, these people. Are- <laughs> hey, you know, Aaron, I'm I'm not one to
2: disagree. I mean, I'm I'm you know I'm not as big a, big of an asshole as you are, but I'm pretty close. Um, but I will say an interesting happened, like, you know, I grew up, as you know, you know, New York on the East coast and there's kind of an East coast mentality when like you say five o'clock, you mean five o'clock. Right. And when I moved out here to the, you know, to the, to West coast, and I'm not the first person to notice this, by the way, and this is something I experienced in the nineties. When you say five o'clock, that means five something. Mm -hmm. Um, that, I mean, I'm not kidding. I mean, people are really, you know, I mean, it was shocking to me how people were, because I, I always saw it as an insult. I said, you, "You're you're you're disrespecting me." It, by not it is it. an
0: insult. It's wasting your time.
2: Yeah, but people out here are like, "Dude, get over yourself." I'm like, "What? We said we agreed that this time." I'm like, "Yeah, so what? It's fifteen minutes, twenty minutes." I'm like, "Well, then why didn't you just say that?" You know,
0: I, anyway. But, what, I- but no, you see, you're and. You, you're not even necessarily disagreeing with me, but by all means, please feel free to disagree because I, I I think people should disagree with me more and make for more interesting conversation. <laughs> so like, you're right, don't yell at me, whatever. Don't hurt, don't yell, don't hit. They're like, all right, I wasn't going to hit you anyway. Um, but no, there's an objective standard here. This is, don't tell me culture. Don't tell me, well, eh, you know, loosen up. Like No, why did we say five o'clock? What, if, if it was whenever, why didn't we say around five o'clock? Why don't we say between five and six? Don't tell me five o'clock when it's going to be five oh five. And and the reason if if this was like for something social, like uh ah, we're getting together to play volleyball, but you don't need a critical mass of people. Uh, but if it's work or production is based off of or I don't know, you're in war and we're going to attack the hill at 501. <laughs> well, I thought more like 515. Oh, well, why is your platoon wiped out? Um <laughs> Being and on artillery barrage at
1: 501,
2: not 515, you know.
0: <laughs> but that's that's why it's important because there's there's at minimum it's other people's time of leisure being wasted. At worst, people's lives are on the line, and somewhere in between is no doubt economic production yeah, in terms funny, of you know, scheduled time and on all that. And you know, this is why Latin America is, is not the global economic superpower, even if you give them the entire Central and South American continents. Uh, because the manana, we're not on time. I mean, I remember many years ago in the 90s where. siestas, siesta, siesta. Oh, well, no, even, not, not even siestas. You know, 11 o'clock, that's it. But I know one of the problems back in the 90s when things were becoming initially more globalized, um, the Germans punctual, the Swiss punctual, the Brazilians. Eh, eh. It's like, ah, oh, well, maybe that's why you're a second world shithole. And, and timeliness. I, I I don't you I know mean, I'm I'm not even that German but man timeliness is vital if for any other reason I respect my own time in life.
2: Well, you know, interesting. You know, now we're talking about time. I remember one uh, I was reading a book about this, and they was saying that the, that's the one resource that's not renewable because it's it's one thing that's finite. You know, you can generate more money, you can generate more energy. You know, there's ways to do that. Time, no. You got a you got a, a fixed amount of it that's set, you know. And now they're actually saying in DNA. I don't know if you heard this new study where now that they're um, they will be able to tell when your clock is going to expire.
0: Well, that'd be cool. Then I know when I can start drinking and smoking again.
2: Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you could you could still check out earlier, but like your maximum expiration date, you know. Like, yeah, apparently they're they're getting close to figuring that out. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or maybe it'll be a good thing. Maybe, maybe this artistic fucks, you can
1: you well,
2: know, they'll, they'll figure it out. Hey, listen, motherfucker, you only got you know okay. eight hundred and something more weeks left. You know, come on, you know. I,
0: I think that'd be absolutely vital, especially in the realm of retirement planning. Like a big problem people face is okay, everyone. It's 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 a joke where they say okay, the arbitrary retirement date is sixty five. Okay, well, what if you're black? Your life expectancy is not that of 65. I mean, it's less than, than than the white standard or counterpart. If you're Asian, it's significantly more. Women live longer. What if your parents have a lot of longevity? You're going to have a lot of longevity. So they always say, well, you should plan to retire at 65. Well, if, if your parents live to their 90s, that's 30 years you got to plan. You got to work till you're 75. There's none of this retire for 30 years, BS. And um, so you see a lot of people where they outlive their money. And that'd be a vital thing to know. So if you know you're going to likely live to ninety-two, the DNA says ninety-two. Well, you know you better be working totally at least seventy-two, or
2: or either that or pick up a smoking habit.
0: Yeah, or, or I mean, bring it back. <laughs> let's, let's make the last twenty real fun. Let's make. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know
2: if fun. I don't. I don't know if I really want to live that long. I mean, you know, the people say, well, smoking takes you know twenty years off your life. It's like, well, are kind of like shitty years anyway.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it kind of, well, that's where I have the Smith and Wesson retirement plan of which I keep getting so much flack for people. Are like, Oh, Aaron's events advocating suicide. It's like, did, did you read the paragraph before and after I didn't just write, Hey, by the way, kill yourself. And that was the end of the chapter. It was like, if you are terminally ill and in wreathing pain and you are going to accrue $800,000 in the next two months, just to keep you alive on a machine, uh, maybe a, a 46 cent bullet, might be worthwhile, you know. That's that's all I said. But apparently, uh, you get you get people that read what they want into That these these not, I wouldn't even say pro-lifers or religious types. It was uh,
2: oh, yeah. Someone is going to get pissed off no matter what we say. I, I yeah. just accepted that now. That it doesn't really matter. Uh, Chad Hawkins is in the chat, by the way.
0: Oh, what good. Chad Hawkins is in the
2: chat because uh, so. he, he was talking about what we were saying. He goes, you should see what I have to deal with as as far as millennial <laughs> business owners.
1: <laughs>
0: oh God!
2: Quote, quote: What's a profit and loss statement? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're kidding! What? What's a profit and loss statement? My God!
2: Like, huh? What?
0: <laughs> oh my God! I had a client. Um, And I didn't even know how to respond on the video because I don't read through all the requests in detail. I scan them, you know, skim them. Okay, it's roughly going to take me that amount of time, and so I I charge it. It saves me time, and I can charge it. I'm very, very, very accurate that way. Um, But this guy had sent me a link. I'm like, oh, there's a link to his business. I went to the link, and all this link was was, um, a couple links up above, like home contact. Doesn't have any text saying what this business does. And there's a video there. And I'm like, oh, the video must tell me what this. So I click on the video and it's a seminar on how to categorize fungus in the animal kingdom. And I just lit into him. I'm like, what the fuck is this? How am I supposed to know? Who how are you making money? You want financing for this? No one's gonna touch this mother. And and I just then I then I remember, oh yeah, millennials. This is what the world they think. They don't understand how. Profit is necessary if you'd like to live and have your business continue on.
2: Well, you know, it's it's OPM, other people's money. Uh, that's what uh, th- they're raised <laughs> on right now. And, and yeah. it's not really millennials anymore. I mean, it's been, a, it's been a cultural shift. I mean, you could argue it goes back to uh, LBJ mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, all this government largesse. So people don't... Uh, they, they always feel like there's someone else to take care of them. You know, I remember reading uh, what's his uh, what's his name? That guy wrote the, he wrote the book The Pursuit of Happiness about know, that black guy came from nothing and you know became a multi multi. Was this,
0: was this the one that the movie that Will Smith was in?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah.
0: All right, yeah. That guy. Okay, yeah.
2: <laughs> and um, you know his uh, you know they they asked him like if you have if you have to sum up like what is you know the the one bit of advice to give and I think I might have even said this before in another older brother podcast. He said that, uh, all right, well, one thing he said, no one is coming to save you. There's no cavalry. He
0: said that? Did he say that?
2: Yeah, he said that.
0: Oh, that's a great quote. I remember that one.
2: Yeah. Uh, in other words, it's it's on you. Don't be thinking there's someone else, you know, like, you know, you, you, it's up to you. you you got to be the one to, to do it. Um, and I think we've lived in a society that infantilizes everyone.
0: Well, and there was always, go ahead. Well, you know, that's,
2: that's basically it. So, yeah.
0: Well, we I remember when I was younger. Now, of course, you're a kid. And I, when I mean younger, I mean like 8, 9, 10 years old. And you're in school and they're forcing you to take civics. And you really don't have a concept of private sector versus public sector. You don't know how money is made. You are at the mentality that most communists and Democrats are always like, why don't we just put off more money? You know, I mean, that's that's the love you're thinking. And the government in business was like this amorphous oort cloud And it was going to take care of you because your parents have been taking care of you. The school is taking care of you. The government's supposed to take care of you. You never went into the bowels of the Titanic to see how the machinery worked, how uh, electricity was being generated upstairs, how we get milk in the grocery store. You never look into the bowels and the inner uh, workings of an economy. Well, then as you get the, the sausage, making, yeah, the sausage making and. Then you get older and you start looking at it, and, you're, and that's the jump like from a real adult, like a real responsible citizen who cares about the, the, the country, is you start looking at how it's being made, and you're like, holy shit, it's ultimately dependent upon us. Like The government just doesn't print off money, it, and there's no such thing technically as money. It's stuff. It's good in services. The money is just used to go and move this stuff around. So that I can buy milk. It, I, don't, I don't have any use for dollars. I have a use for milk. I don't have any use for, for quarters. I have a use for electricity. And so once you see money is merely an accounting method uh, that we use uh, to transfer goods and services and pay for labor and all that, you start to realize, well, hey, we just got to get everybody to produce to the maximum ability. And we incentivize that with profit and higher salaries and an efficient economy, blah, blah, blah. You've all, if you've gotten to that point, you are already beyond about 85% of the American adult population and 85% of the American adult population is still in this childish infantilism where they just like, well, the government going to tell you I should be taking care of it. They never get beyond asking the question like, well, if I don't ever support myself, who is, who's going to, you know, how is society going to go on? Because if we don't have to work, then yeah, let's just print off a shit ton of money. You know, and the dipshits in Venezuela and Cuba and China and Russia, they all fell for that dumbass bullshit. People who voted for a, uh, Teeth and eyes over in um, <laughs> in uh, what's it called? Uh, Corsada, Cortez or Ocasio? Yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah whatever. So her, uh, they actually believe in that dumb shit, uh, and then and then they don't work, and then they wonder why the shelves are empty. Uh, so it's it's not you know it's not stage one thinking, but it's not stage three. You're talking low level stage two thinking, like you don't really have to. But yeah, no one is coming to save you. And the sooner you realize that and get off your freaking ass and stop spitting out kids, well then maybe your life will turn around. But that just to get that basic, simple economics, and not even economics—you could call it an Aesop fable. You know, the the, the ant and the grasshopper kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, Anthony, yeah, ant and the grasshopper. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 if you can't get people to realize that, well, yeah, you know, then fuck it. And you know, right now you hit it on the head. LBJ once the government just started doling out money, shielding people from their uh, the cost of their consequences of their mistakes they don't learn they they really don't learn and so i you know and this is why i don't care anymore i'm kind of like well fuck it then you go you spit out as many kids cuz you know what's great is these these sheep these socialists the people who live and rely upon government aid they aren't it's an issue of of how many sugar daddies there are versus how many sugar babies they're supporting if you got some prissy little white bitch in the suburb whose daddy just, Oh, nothing's too good for daddy's little princess. She's, <laughs> she's spoiled. Okay. But we're talking the top 5% of income earners. That's a small percentage of the population. All right. Maybe it's a little bit bigger than I think, because I know a lot of guys will go into debt who don't actually have the wealth, but they'll spoil their daughters rotten. Their son's rotten too, uh, because nothing's too good for our little princess. So you're talking one breadwinner, one guy, uh, Supporting two children, right? Which which you can you could spoil your kid right in that way. But when you have a hundred million people all living off of the federal government and state government, uh, there's not that much money per capita to go around. So yeah, you might get some really crappy subsidized health care. Yeah, you might go stand in the line at the STD clinic. Yeah, you're gonna get tuition reimbursement to go major in some stupid ass shit, and then you're gonna get pregnant anyway because you're a dumbass single mother. Uh, and you don't understand how penis and vagina works and what that's white. <laughs> what's that white icing? Oh, my God, is that, is that more tapioca pudding? You don't know how, how the penis and vagina and the tapioca pudding work. And then you spit out more kids. You, they're never going to get the money they need uh, to, to one, be happy, but, two, to even get out of their poverty. There's just too many stupid people outbreeding what the government can tax and take in. And if, and if it goes a little bit more than the Laffer curve kicks in, And then the rich, productive people just say, "Fuck it, we're out of here." And then economic growth slows down. So there is this, there is this uh, limit, which is not high enough to make any socialist or parasite happy. There's not. I mean, yeah, you get your free food and you get this, but you're never going to live in a nice neighborhood. You're never going to have a nice, fancy car. You're never going to get what you want. Uh, And and I think it's it's like the the yeah, it it takes the taxes out of me, but I'm so happy seeing these people be miserable. And they don't know why. That's the. Like, they don't know why. And, and, and it's, they blame it on stuff, the corporations, the man, the system, sexism, race, whatever. It's like, yeah, fine, okay. You keep telling yourself that for another couple generations. Uh, you, you keep telling yourself and looking where feminists end up at the age of 60. You keep telling yourself that, and all you see is wasted lives. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's wonderful.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you taking uh – you know, what's the German wish? Uh, sh- sh- I'd always mispronounce Scheidenfreude. it. Schadenfreude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, taking pleasure in other people's misery. Um, yeah, you could do that. But I mean, uh, like we can do that because we don't have children. So we're kind of like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I sincerely do feel bad for, I, I have many friends that actually do have kids, some of them young. And I, you know, I, I, they can't have that same fuck it mentality. We do because, you know, their kids mean, I mean, these people would die for the children. They don't, so they are invested in the future, not as just for themselves, but you know, for their kids and for them. I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm like, you know, maybe maybe you shouldn't have had them. You know, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Cause I, I, don't. I hate to say this. I mean, there's the obvious people that don't care about their children, the broken homes, divorced parents, parents never married, uh, deadbeat dads, single moms, barrio culture, trailer trash, ghetto culture. So there's the obvious ones, but. I I hate to say it. You look at divorce rates and just what percentage of kids are outsourced to daycare. The vast majority of parents out there don't really love their kids. They don't. Um, And if they did, they would have thought long and hard before having them. Um, and, And you got the Christian dipshits the Lord will provide and they breed out six kids they can barely afford and they go live off of welfare. You got the... The, the, the perfect couple that maybe should, you know, power a couple, they make the money, but then they ship the kid out there. There's very, I would say no more than 20% of the people that you know that have parents or that have kids actually love those kids enough to do a decent job raising them. So whereas they, you'd say, God, they got to think about it. I don't, I'd say 80% of them don't even think about it. They're completely clueless, either because they don't truly love or care about their children or they're completely ignorant about economics, because it was just boring and oh you know that that crazy clary you know he he just he's all crazy he's always a pessimist he, you know he thought those dot coms were gonna go belly up and burst in 1998 what a fool <laughs> oh you know that clary that party pooper he just he just looks at math and statistics and numbers <laughs> can you believe that fool said there was a problem with the housing market in 2005 what a fucking loot! and and he just i don't know it. The more and more I look at our team, quote unquote the right, the less I can give a fuck. I mean, I I know the left is out to get us. I know the left is parasitic. I know the left I know they're gonna I know them. But when you look at your own team and you see them fuck up, you know, I wanted to I, I talked about this before how I wanted to set up a, a not a not a militia, but like a survivalist thing, like yeah, we learned oh, to, oh, yeah, you know that kind of thing. You couldn't, know, get any, sure thing. couldn't even get anyone to sign up and oh, this is all the you know, Bible—not Bible thumping, but a table thump. We're gonna do get this, blah, 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 blah. like, okay, let's go run for three miles. What? What, what? what? I'm like, well, yeah, we we would have to learn to run. We have to be in pretty good shape, and no, it would be good exercise. But oh no, I'm kept. Oh no, I'm too tired. And and after a while, you're like, yeah, fuck it. You, even you guys don't deserve. You guys don't even. No, no, just 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 go. Go to your fucking blockbusters. Go Netflix and chill. Go get your your fucking. Coupon uh, uh, dinner over at Applebee's. Uh, have your kid run him off to lacrosse. Run your your daughter, who's going to suck dick in the her sophomore year in high school, off to her flippy gym class. Go do it. Just do it and and ignore all this because I I can't I just can't get behind you because you don't care. You just don't fucking care.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, on that note, um, maybe that happy
0: should, note. Very uh, happy. Uh, uh, note.
2: On that very happy, 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 happy note. Um, let's well. Is anyone uh, in the? I think we have Sargon of Akkad or someone claiming there to be Sargon of Akkad in the what, chat. Really? A good time. Well,
0: it
2: can't be the real Sargon because he's,
0: he he's banned?
2: He's trolling. No, it's just someone. Uh, I I don't know if it's even spelled the right way, but it it, it looks like it's the right Sargon. Yeah, it's of the Cod. image and all that.
0: Remember my name, mere mortals of despair. For my IQ reaches, much – yeah, it's probably Beckloff.
2: That's right. <laughs> hey, Chris, <laughs> how's it going, buddy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wouldn't doubt I, it if it's Beckloff
2: yeah he's, he's out there uh fudging with us uh, but anyway you guys oh hey by the way those who are listening we do, we do have a little bit of a crowd tonight uh, we got uh thirty eight watching hey guys smash that like button all right um and subscribe if you're not already uh and super chats are opened uh, we will take your questions and we will do our best to answer it We don't have any uh artistic or autistic people in the in the uh in the hangout tonight so
0: how do we know that
2: uh, well I was assuming you're neither um and I, I can speak for myself. I oh, think us.
0: That, oh, I thought you meant in the chat room. I'm like, that's not the butt spurts and retards over there.
2: No, you I think I, I think we, 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 we have a higher caliber of uh, people in, in the, that come to the older brother uh, uh, chat. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing there's not too many Spurs. <laughs> uh, this we, Sargon we, guy, I don't know about, though. Maybe he's did, just having a good time.
0: We didn't have Asperger's and autism back in the day. We don't have it now. Neither do any of you. <laughs> oh yeah no right.
2: oh, you know I have a buddy of mine that's a doctor and he was telling me like all like everybody wants their like they're all trying to come up with these excuses why their kids are fucking morons so you know because everybody, everybody wants to believe like their kid is gifted and and uh, he, he he's part of a successful practice in the suburbs of Seattle a lot of wealthy people are as uh, pay you know patients, clients, whatever. Sounds like <laughs>
0: hell. Just sounds like and, utter hell.
2: Yeah, and he was, like, telling me stories, like, oh, you know, they, they all want to put their kids on some sort of, like, pill to make them smarter and do better in school and, you know, all these kinds of things. And, you know, he basically, he just wants to tell them, your kid's fucking stupid. You know, I mean, I mean of course, you can't say that, you know? But, I mean, it's
1: just, like, you know, it's just horrible. This I
2: stuff.
0: think it's back to my point. What, you think those are Democrats bringing them to the hoity-toity <laughs> affluent uh, doctor? Those are dipshit, soccer mom, pearl-clutching Republican Broad's. I was gonna well, say I don't a know if they're word. Republican,
2: but okay, they're, they're, right. they're, 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 they're the rich. Those are the, the Dems. That the, these are the people that live in the gated communities and, and and have private security. And they're saying, yeah, yeah, bring the bring the bring the caravan in across the border.
0: You know what that all is? What the Asperger? Because I saw it. I remember every kid claimed to have dyslexia in my in my age. Uh, all that is is a, a white person's way to claim discrimination or victimhood, and then to get themselves their little disabled merit badge and then they can claim that they're because de- there's a big push about oh this must have been 15 years ago now that i think about it because it was during paul wellstone's day and he, he passed away in a uh, plane crash but they were all pushing like oh mental illness needs to be covered under health care it needs to be it needs to be codified as an actual thing and da, 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 da. and all that was was a push to say well let me see i am come from a rich white background i'm male but I don't want to work as much as the next guy. I want to be a lazy fuck off too. So I need something to give me a disability. Boom, mental illness. Oh, my kid my kid doesn't like school. Imagine that. Little seven-year-old Jimmy is bored, surrounded by a bunch of female teachers, talking about patriarchy. He can't even pronounce it, let alone spell it. Why is <laughs> Why is he running around and punching Jim and Frank and they doing the same to Jimmy? At at race, oh, it must he must have the autism and the ADHDs and the Asperger's and, and a combination of all three. We gotta get him drugs. And oh, my little Jimmy is special and disabled, not because I'm a fucking moron, I'm never around him. My father or my, my husband was never around to raise him right, or I never knew the father. And no, no, it's yeah, it's all so now you got you got remember fame? Remember the TV show Fame?
1: Yeah, I do.
0: Oh my
2: when, God! When you young people don't don't remember this, but anyway, yeah. Tell t- it. Yeah. Was, it
0: was it was a movie.
2: It was a movie that came out, I think, in 1980 or 1981, and they turned into a television series with more or less the same cast. But go ahead.
0: Yeah, well, tell people what it was about.
2: Uh, it was based on a high school in New York City that was for artistic people like dance, acting, uh, singing, music. And Losers. It was, yeah. Yeah. When, and it was uh, it was called the School of Performing Arts, if I remember correctly. And uh, it was all about. Yeah. And it was kind of like this thing, like you can be special too, you know, like that was the message. We're all we're all special and we all are. Yeah, it was kind of like the whole you're all you, you're a unique and special snowflake. But hold on, I, I have to. Uh, we got a super chat from uh, Fernando Covet. Nine and nine. Thanks, buddy. Uh, he goes here, and thanks, guys. That's all you got. All you got. Hey, if you got a question, we'll answer it. But yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, much appreciated, super chat.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Anyway, I'm trying to figure out where I was going with this fame, uh, fame all right, thing. So fame, so what about fame? So- so fame um, it's those type of kids. But in 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 our day, the fame kids, like the artsy fart, the theater kids, the theater kids, yeah. they they would account for no more than five, maybe ten percent of the school. And they put on plays and, and the guys would be effeminate and the girls would be kind of kind of kinky maybe. You wondered. They wouldn't sleep with you, but you wondered. Um, now I'd say you look at these uh, Gen Zers and millennials, about half the school is that because nobody wants to go and play uh, football or play basketball or anything. Uh, and these yeah, are the a, ones.
2: Half the school is theater fags. But yeah, anyway,
0: yeah, or a marching band.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, Keep in mind, I was was the biggest nerd in my school, and even I knew, like, dude, no way. I got standards. I got standards, man. (laughs) But these are the ones now, like, they're they're not really going to go on to great and achieve great things. They don't have competition. They don't have hustle. Uh, And so what they do now is like, I'm special. Well, how are you special, little Jimmy? I have a disability. What is it? Hang on. Let me pull it out of my ass. Oh, I'm a quad paraplegic sapiosexual. Which is another thing—is all the different. That's all this is. That's all. It's, it's predominantly for rich little white kids in high school to have some kind of thing they can point to say, "I'm disabled and I need special assistance and money too." Nobody wants to be normal. Nobody wants to like kick ass and, and take names and be like the the superior guy or the superior gal. No one wants to be the best anymore at anything.
2: Well, it's kind of like the bizarro world because, like, we're old enough to remember, like, you know. Uh, uh, like, now everybody wants to be, uh, you know, you have these, like, you know, this is, ah, oh, okay, just give me a second, collect my thoughts, because I really get upset about this. You have these, like, little kids that I, I don't even think there was one of them that was even in school yet, and he was mm-hmm. already, like, a transgender or something. Right. Um, His parents had, you know, decided this for him, and I'm thinking, this kid is, like, years away from puberty, even, and you're already deciding he should get his dick cut off? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, you can't even blame the kid at that point. I mean, you know, I mean, of course this kid's going to end up offing himself. I mean, I yeah. hope I'm wrong, but I mean, come on, what chances you really have?
0: Well, and have and, that. and that's another thing is it's not always for the kids who like, oh, I have a disability. You know, that that would hit more in puberty when you, know, you want to become popular or you want to gain attention or something like that. <clears> but a lot of these parents, uh, it's it, these are the parents that have their kids because they view the kids as like. Uh, a furniture accessory or a, a fancy car they always wanted. It's a, it's a material kid. It's not your son. It's not your daughter. It is a thing. It's a purchase. It's a product. And then especially if they're warped, you know, every once in a while you hear about the vegan parents that didn't give the kid protein and the infant dies. Well, that's thats another thing, too, where the parents don't have anywhere near the love or care, or compassion about their kid as much as they do their ideology or the politics. So sure enough, you get some wackos in there. Here's little three-year-old Jimmy, and he's going as Jessica. And <laughs> mom never said, hey, you should not put on heels. And, oh, no, Jimmy, you do whatever. And then what, the, the nine-year-old kid in Denver um, that killed himself? Uh, he, not really, I, he see, yeah. I mean We talked about it before, but here was the nine-year-old kid in Denver. Oh, uh, it was over the summer. So ninth, nine years old is, I think, the third grade going into the fourth grade. He's nowhere near puberty. Right. And he, uh, over the summer, going into the fourth grade, decided that he was gay. And not only was he gay, he was going to come out as gay in the fourth grade. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. Now, I know this may shock you, uh, John, but the father could not be reached for comment in this one. Uh,
2: oh, I remember this so, now. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is this,
0: yeah just this right. fat Once you bond. said
2: that, then because I, I saw that picture of the mother, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. So, and then – um you know any any man who went to school, whether you were the pick on or the pick or e, uh, you knew that kid was going to get it. And if you are a parent that loved your kid, you say, you know what, honey, that's that's really nice. And we'll talk about this later, or we'll talk about your sexuality. But I don't think you really know what you're talking about. In the meantime, honey, you don't say anything at school because that's not appropriate. And maybe you wait until you're you know 12 or 13 to do that. Uh, but she could not get to twiddling her twat and masturbating enough and using her child, and that's what she did. She used her child to get attention. Like, look how open minded I am. And that's that's the cost and consequence. So, I mean, that's that's the extreme. I mean, if you tell your kid he has Asperger's or autism, the, the worst that happens is you just dope him up for a decade and then he can't function. That's the worst. But you know, the on the other extreme is the kid merely kills himself at nine freaking years old.
2: Yeah, that's That's really horrific that someone that young would take their own life. Um, Yeah, that's that's a really horrible story. Uh, But, you know, like it's kind of like you said, you know, when you see the picture of the mother, you're like, yeah, well, this was going to end bad no matter what. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like uh, if that kid didn't off himself. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the irresponsible, the the, the danger about that kind of irresponsibility when these women having children out of wedlock or they're, you know, they're they're having they're having children with fucking felons like complete losers it's not just it's the children that are the ones that have to suffer because of the bad decisions that their mother made
0: right and i I hate to say it i I know it's going to sound horrible but i think the nine-year-old kid was right because that kid was not going to have a happy life that kid was at minimum facing 20 years of being lied to Dre. I mean, he would be 29 before he got away from the house, away from the school, went to therapy nonstop to say, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Everybody told me what I was. What the hell am I? You know, to, to do the self identity and discovery. I, I don't think it would have made it. And if he did make it, I don't think it would have been worth the pain and agony and mental torture that poor kid would have to go through.
2: Um- Probably not, but we don't know. Like that's the whole thing because there's so many other X factors that we don't know. Because there are people who do beat the odds, you know. Also, I mean, you know, mathematically speaking, I should be dead a long time ago. Uh, I'm sorry. anyway. We have got another super chat, four nine nine, almost five bucks from uh, Jonathan Brown. Hey, thanks, brother. You don't you didn't make a comment. You just gave five bucks, but that's
0: cool. This is great. People are just throwing us money and they're not even expecting us to answer a question. (laughs)
2: Yeah, you could ask us stuff. Well, you know, we'll do our best. Um, We had
0: had the Elkins hour, I think, two, three days ago, which (laughs) the specific purpose is, hey, we got a CPA. He might know something about finance or taxes or investing. Maybe you want to ask him. And like it was pulling teeth. It was like we were presenting to a bunch of elitist 27 year old hottie girls that thought they didn't have to pay for shit. And and people are sending questions like, no, no, you don't understand how this works. Like, you, you got to send a question. You got to pay because Chad bills out. I think at like 150 an hour. or something.
2: No, probably more than that. You know what a CPA costs? I well, mean,
0: Chad's pretty cheap. I mean, how good he could he possibly be? I mean, he went no. Dame. I, I, I don't imagine? know.
2: CPAs are uh, pretty. We're not just talking about a bookkeeper. You know, we're not talking about the H and R Block guys that took you know an evening course. Hmm. Um, you know, so uh, CPA is a. a I don't know. It's it's At least it used to be. That used to be a – because I remember I, I went to school with a girl that was really, really smart, and she got her degree in accounting. And I remember uh, she was working full-time when she was trying to study for the exam, but I remember she failed it the first time she took it, and I was shocked because she was actually valedictorian. Oh, it's hard. Yeah, school. it's hard.
0: I don't know how Chad passed the CP. I mean, I mean there's there's a mystery of the universe. I mean, how, <laughs> how he passed, I don't know. I. <laughs> He paid he probably, someone to
2: take the test for him. Yeah, I probably
0: wrote the hand wrote the answers on his hand, although the test is like three days long, so his entire arm would be tattooed. <laughs> He'd look like your average thirty two year old woman now.
2: Yeah, right, with the yeah. Uh, that's another way. Kids, if you're listening, and if you if you're a girl listening to this and you don't have a tattoo, don't get one. Don't get a tattoo. And if you have to get one, get like uh, a tattoo that only your uh husband will ever see. All right. You know, in a place like that. Don't Something get the tramp street. stamp.
0: Something, yeah. something discreet so
2: that's okay like to get one like uh you know in your you know a private place where you you know it's a it's a, it be an inside joke between you and your how husband many,
0: how many okay all right, be honest like, how many okay one you'd have to be on your way to getting married so you'd have to be engaged for that two you couldn't ever get divorced
2: well if you if you're get if you're thinking about getting married no one's getting married going wow oh, well we might get divorced someday. Um, I, I mean, you true. think that way because you know, you, you you've drawn up. I've to seen people. it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen and, it, and Chad Elkins has seen it too. Especially <laughs> kind of yeah,
0: It's kind of sad when you've never been divorced yourself and you're looking at like, holy shit! It's just like, hey, do you want to go to Nagasaki for vacation in the summer of forty five? It's like, no, <laughs> no, I, I really don't. I I actually don't. How about Dresden? No, no, I I really don't want to go there either.
2: Dresden, Dresden around Valentine's Day in '45. Yeah, it was a rough weekend
3: there. DT, Uh, what's up? I'm trying. There's a super chat that says that's asking a question about MPC memes. And I'm trying to I mean, figure I mean, out what the fuck it is. No, he, well, means,
2: he meant to say NPC. Okay, that's okay, that's I'll, what I
3: thought. Yeah, well, I'll explain it. Do
0: Do you guys need explaining, uh, John? I assume you know. No, I
2: know what it is. Actually, I, okay. yeah. on, hold on, on more, hold on,
0: on, on.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna have to step away from the mic for a bit. So, all right, uh,
0: John, do you know what the? Uh, I'm sorry, a DT. Do you know what the NPC means? What is are? it?
3: Non-player. What what is it? All right, name? all right. You need character. explain.
0: You need explaining. I'll explain it here. All right, so NPC means non-player character. And if you ever played a a video game and uh, let's say, say the RPG type, there are characters within the video game that aren't actual players. You know, like you go to the, you go to the uh, store guy, you buy your weapons there, you go talk to someone, they have information. Oh, the troll up in the mountain has the princess go get her. And so these are not (laughs) non-playable characters. They're they're, robots. They are robots. robots. And they are only programmed to say certain things. Like if you, if you keep hitting the A button, inevitably they just repeat what they were programmed to say because there's no soul. There's no independent thought. So somebody at 4chan had the brilliant idea to start taking um, a, an NPC face, which is this gray face yeah. with no expression, just dots and a mouth for eyes and a line for a mouth. And they put it over all these famous liberal people. So like CNN has this panel and they just put these gray faces over it. And then all they did was spew what they're programmed to talk, like an NPC character that is programmed to talk by socialists. Right. And, and this, it was brilliant and funny. Like they had one with John Oliver, I think, or was it one of the late night Dickless shows? Right. You know, like, hey, Trevor, we're coming. Trevor Noah, all these. Yeah, yeah Trevor Noah, those guys. guys yes, the Dickless yeah. wonders. So they put one over and, it's, and all the, the texts were, Drumpf, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, it's 2018. And then another one was CNN. You know, it says CNN and all the gray faces and orange man, racist, orange man, bad vote for woman. You know, that kind of stuff. South
3: Park was on to this a long time ago when they did the uh, the Whoopi Goldberg, uh, whatever that uh, comic relief or whatever show it was. And Whoopi Goldberg went up there and this was years. This was 10, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And Whoopi Goldberg goes up there on South Park and says, I hate Republicans. Ha 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 ha! ha. I hate Republicans. Ha 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 ha! ha. The whole audience is laughing. So South Park is always ahead of the head of the curve on this kind of stuff. But uh, Infowars is totally into this NPC meme thing. They're they've they're really they're they're giving away money, I think, for the best really the best one. And yeah, they're really trying to to get it going. Uh, Paul PJW. Paul Joseph Watson mm-hmm. he's really into it and so so I was sort of familiar with it and that's what I thought he meant was the NPC but it's interesting when you when you look up what M, MPC is and it's is it uh, and it's it's marginal propensity it c- consume. to consume, consume. <laughs> so you could do the Cappy Cap could do the MPC memes right uh, the
0: NPC <laughs> will be more interesting than MPC <laughs> uh, but anyway, to, to answer um, John's question, um, I think it's the most brilliant thing because it is 100% accurate. Yep. And, the, and the reason you could tell it's accurate uh, is because it really it, it evoked a response out of life. If you were really secure with yourself and you knew you're an independent minded person, you just dismissed this or something like that. But it's funny because it's true. You look at how brainwashed, I mean, the the ultimate hypocrisy is how leftists claim to be independent thinkers, especially college educated. When you take polls and it's like 100% of the students are going to vote for Hillary. Well, but let me guess, you're all in, really, no, I had a client where he he had a kid in middle school and they took a poll and everyone but his kid was for Hillary. And it's kind of like, but let me guess, you all tell them they're independent thinkers and they're not. They're not the vast majority of people out there are completely programmable. Sheep. Um, I get not, not to go too far off the tangent, but it's related. is I got paid to read the Unabombers uh, manifesto, oh, wow. okay, the guy is whack, yeah. I charge an arm and like the guy is whack, but he that was, was long. I read it, that, it was long, yeah, it was long, but he was so right in some regards, like dead spot on, about how society. Uh, through media government education these people are programmed they are freaking programmed and what i want to tell the left is see and, and but there's still a little bit of a soul left in them cuz they it hurts so much it got this huge response where twitter started banning things under oh it's inhumane uh, and it's you know uh, you're acting like you're trying to provide disinformation about the, uh, the, uh, the 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 voting date and all this other stuff so you know you hit the target you know you hit. The oh target. yeah, that
2: that that actually so hit. The, I mean, the outrage over that. Um. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. You you nailed it. But here's what I want to want to tell the left: is you're not smart. You're not independent minded. The reason it's so funny and everyone's laughing at you is because it's true. I don't even bother arguing with leftists anymore because it's ultimately when you boil it down to it's I'm lazy. Give me other people's shit and they can that's all that's all it is that's all it is that's all politics ever is when i i went to i've told you guys the story many times before i would go to parties in minneapolis i'd bring computer discs with charts and data i would show people you're still a racist you're still an addict. no no no. you're wrong i'm right it <laughs> does that
3: parties really
0: <laughs> yeah you know you've never known this story
3: well, I think I've heard it, but it just, its sounds like. We, we didn't funny. want to believe it, Aaron. We really it didn't want we to. Didn't, we, didn't, we, we couldn't fathom I, it. You went to this party and I brought charts. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Yes.
2: <laughs>
3: I, Can you imagine I
0: was,
2: being at that party? I mean, like, after a couple of drinks and this guy's breaking out the charts and shit? No, like, no. no
0: it wasn't. Okay, look, I didn't come in there whipping whip it out my dick and, hey, I'm chart man, spin the spool of CDs on my dick. <laughs> what I did is I, I went to these parties when I was in my. I can't believe you guys know. I got tell it because if you guys don't know then many other people probably don't know the only reason we're talking now the only reason i have an online media presence is because of this so i go to parties in my 20s right in the twin cities because people are programmed brainwashed sheep all college educated of course, I'm the only non-liberal there. I say non-liberal because I'm libertarian, but they didn't know the difference because they're fucking sheep.
1: Right. And
0: so sure enough, I'd be talking to a girl or this or that and everything would be going wonderful. And then there's like this one dick, I forget his name, but he would always say, oh, you know, he's a Republican. And then, then it's not the girl that don't want to talk to me no more. Now it's this big political argument where it's me versus a, a party of 30 drunk, 20 something <laughs> prissy white suburb assholes who had mom and dad pay their way through college and other they at a house party. And hey, that's when espresso was coming out. They had like espresso coffee, not coffee, espresso icing and espresso this. And like, oh, God, how can you, I mean, this was like, who could you vote for George Bush? Senior. That's how far back this went. Senior. Uh, so to, to quell these parties when it would happen and to maybe save face with the girls, I'm like, I would start bringing in CDs with data and charts. I'm like, oh, you want to bet? I mean, you you get some some fa- faux-alpha liberal coming, oh, hey, you fucking heard that. Oh, yeah, you want to bet? I'll bet you $20 right now that you're wrong. And then I'd have the CD, and we'd fire up the computer, and five minutes later, <laughs> it'd be ready to go. You put the CD in, you put it in. There's a the JPEG. Yep, I told you government spending as a percentage of GDP was 35%. <laughs> well, I don't know where you got that data. It says right there, you know, St. Louis Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve, Reserve yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they don't believe, fuck you. They just can't help it. You don't care about people. Anyway... <laughs> so that then I threw it up on the Internet because it was easier to put it on blogger than it was to carry CDs around because the Internet was coming out. <laughs> And that's... Oh, laugh, man, this turned into I'm sorry. My, I,
3: This is I'm the origin
0: because I know you did it.
2: but keep going. Keep going.
3: This is the origin story. The origin if, story. If you were a comic book hero, this would be, <laughs> this would be the origin story.
0: So then I instead of carrying CDs with me, which was somewhat cumbersome, I just threw it up on a blog. So if you go way back to, like, 2004, it's just charts. Like, if you go to the first (laughs) entries, they're just charts. And I started writing, and then, you know, the rest is history. But that's how – anyway, the point is being (laughs) – not that, a great story, man. <laughs> it's like, that. that
2: you gotta just. We should just take that clip and, and just like you know just the monologue you just gave. That story. the
0: origins and, of Cappy.
2: Yeah, the origins of Cappy. And and if we get if you can find some artists with their shit together, maybe a little bit of artwork. Trust yeah, me, I have you make RJ money on draw that.
0: it. Yeah, RJ draw me Or, or that Pete. really
3: cheesy documentary style where it's like reenactment. In a story. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's no. Can sound. can have like
2: pictures of yeah some generic there's, kid pointing to a chart on the wall.
3: And, you know. There's no sound. It's like. Blurry, <laughs> and you see this guy having an argument. Fire up the computer. <laughs>
2: like, you like see like some guy talking to a girl, and then some Chad motherfucker walks over, and you know, called racist. And then next thing is Aaron pointing to a chart with you know this is this and with the old pointers.
3: What's the you old know, wooden a- pointer? The wooden <laughs> pointer with the rubber thing on the end. <laughs> you know, you know or
2: be, something right in the late 1950s or something.
0: You know, it'd be great. You get like some old Commodore 64 computer. And it like dot matrix, like see right here. Here's some charts. Hang on, it's loading. Hang on, it's loading. Maybe yeah, should instead get instead of the
3: old porn pictures, you know, when when the internet was first starting, and the and the picture would take you know a line at a time, it would slowly load up the naked chick, and you'd see her face first, and then oh, finally a tit. It would Cappy would be putting the charts up, and it would be slowly going down the chart. Ah, finally an
0: equilibrium point. I told yeah, you it, it would come.
3: Revealing the graph.
2: <laughs> yeah, every, every, can you imagine, like, imagine him, like, at the party, though, he's trying to explain the laugher curve, and, and you know, by the way, most people in chat don't even know what that is, but um, it, t- people, it's, like, just blank faces of all these liberals who have degrees in, like, you know, women's studies and, you know, art history. Um, that, must have been, that must have been wild parties, actually.
0: Well, what we'd have to also do is we'd have to say, based on a true story, so we could have some liberties <laughs> and then like, and then late, later that night, I'm actually banging the girl instead of the girl throwing her drink in my face.
2: <laughs> well, you know the way I dealt with this, Aaron. Like instead of doing the charts and you know having the, and then they end up calling me the racist. I actually, you know, I just walked in with it, with a shirt with a swastika on it.
0: Is that what? So, oh, that kind of solved it. Yeah.
2: So it's it, like there was no, there was no pretense about it. I was yeah. like, you know, people called you a Nazi. I said, and and and, you, and you, what? You want to take this outside?
3: I are like, oh no, <laughs> fuck no. I was like, yeah, okay. Look at this chart. It's got this, it goes up and then it goes to the side and then it goes up again and then there's another <laughs> line that goes to the side and then down and to the side again. <laughs> yeah. That's it's the chart or, I'm It right. can't be any more black and white.
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. I was
2: like, yeah, fuck this. I you was know, like, yeah, I'll kick your ass and yeah, yeah, this, that, and the other, and yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, anyway, so, uh, well, no, so... No, someone called you a fascist, of course, uh, but he meant that in a loving way. Um, who else? Oh, yeah, apparently the contest on Infowars is $10,000.
0: Ooh, that's good.
2: Um, so Aaron, hey, you know. I well, actually he, I guess I'm assuming this contest though you have to be a, you have to have some artistic ability. Like you can't just
0: I can you can draw it. It's cleverness, <laughs> but I don't have time for it. Anyway, the point is getting back to the original requester super chat question. Um it is one hundred percent true. The liberals today, the social, the leftists, you're all brainwashed. There's not a single one of you that has an independent thought. And the reason you could tell is you're thinking exactly what your teachers told you to think. I mean, I was shocked and appalled when I went from school, from high school to college, how many, like there was an adversarial relationship. There was at least a distrust between the students and the teachers. Then I got to college and like teachers were your best friends. Your professors were your best friends. What the, and then the, the blind belief in this. And the naivete, like, and, and you, you think maybe, like, anytime I get into an argument with a leftist, you think, like, they might have some, some data or research to back it up. No, it's all feelings and emotions, even into the age of 32, even at the age of their 40s, even to the age of their 50s. And so that's, it's, it's 100%. I love this meme. It's beautiful. Because now all I have to do is say you're an NPC. And it's And it's true. I don't have to engage in deep intellectual conversation with you because you're not capable of it. You're only capable of regurgitating talking points. You've never thought things through. You probably don't have a soul. And ultimately, (laughs) ultimately, (laughs) in the end, no, I'm being being serious. I mean, they might have a soul. They're human. But let me ask you this. How unique are people under 40 that are leftists? I mean, how unique is it that there's a girl who majors in the liberal arts and supports Hillary? They're so fucking common, they have no value. None. I don't... Tell me... Let me ask you guys this. Anyone in the Super Chat, you guys, come up. Come up. What value, aside from maybe sexual if she's hot, what value does your average 24-year-old liberal arts majoring girl have to society? Tell me, does she offer something intellectual? Does she offer something that can't be replaced labor-wise? Does she have epiphanies or thoughts? Can she entertain anyone intellectually? Can she entertain anyone? Name one thing, one thing of value that she offers that could not be replaced by literally hundreds of millions of other women across the Western civilization.
3: He's saying, come at me, bro, Chaff. What He's With saying, what?
0: Come at they're me, call, bro. You're going to call me a racist or a sexist? <laughs> Fuck off. That means nothing now. It means absolutely nothing. And right, an, the just, uh... answer, the reason there is no answer is because you guys all know it's true. These are, it is a wasted crop. These people have no value beyond what mundane, uh, simple labor tasks they can do, serving coffee or, or nannying or sweeping floors. I mean the joke is on them that they wasted four years of life, in some cases eight, and all their youth and crippled their finances well into their forties to think they're smart, only to still sling coffee and spew the exact same talking shit points that you could have heard Eleanor Cliff talk about 30 years ago.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, they
0: yeah. they are. They they are just gray human beings. They're not you know, what, you know what
3: happened recently here. I've been watching this uh eli roth's uh history of horror on amc you would be yes i can see you pressing the fuck out of me because he's making it political i mean jesus christ can we just can i just enjoy my horror movies can i enjoy the chicks getting stabbed through the whatever and the guys getting their heads cut off and split in two and and, all the things that i love about horror movies and, and they got to ruin it. They basically uh, the the first thing they did was uh, they were talking about uh, the first episode of zombies, and I sort of slept through most of it because it's late at night. And the obvious thing to say about zombies is, if you want to draw parallels to today, you 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 draw the parallel to the to the protesters and to the uh, to the migrant caravans going across Europe and now across Mexico and things like that. Though that's the zombie horde. What do they show? They show the Charlottesville protests, the the hundred or so <laughs> guys with fucking tiki torches wandering around. That's the zombie horde. No, they got surrounded by the zombie horde the next day, and then and then the, the just last night they were talking about slasher movies. And um and the whole torture porn, how it how it kind of uh, transmogrified into the whole torture porn uh, like Saw horror or movie something. Saw and Hostel and things like that. Yeah. And Eli Roth, uh, the guy that's producing this show, is the guy that did Hostel. And they had some fucking cuck come on and start talking about. Well, actually, the the torture porn movies was. Was a direct link to Abu Ghraib and George Bush during the Iraq War oh, when the shit. whole when the whole world was, was criticizing the United States for the for the for torture and I'm sitting there going, you fucking asshole! Can't it just be about uh, about horror about scaring the hell out of you about gross shit about about kind of there was in at least in Hostel there was kind of the ugly American idea. But and that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But to to make it purely political, not something that we all can understand, but just pointing the finger at one side, it just I, I hate it when they fucking do that. And that's the NPC stuff. Well, it's just well, uh, looking well, looking at the ahead. world, looking at the world through that lens and that lens only. And you and and whatever links you're gonna make is through that lens pointing solely at the right and it's just like it's so boring it's so tired it's so fucking pathetic goodbye i'm gonna go watch scream the way that i want to watch scream
2: (laughs) i'm gonna go watch uh, chris chris morales 499 thanks brother he says hey aaron and all the brothers uh thanks for your continual motivation working to grind it out this last year in new york to get the hell out to florida
0: there you Uh, go there you uh, go
2: he, but he follows it up. Uh, the HR at my school wants us to preach about tra- well, transgender people because, of course, they do. Uh, but, but it's all good because I'm the science teacher and only teach two genders based on biological fact. That's right. We're a sexually dimorphic species, and there's nothing they can do, LOL. My
0: man. <laughs> it's kind of hard to argue when there's only two sets of chromosomes. Although it's great that – Chris, we hope you're doing well post, uh, post-divorce. post <clears throat> And also – good. is he moving – Chris, te- text in the chat, are you moving down to Florida for good, or are you just going down there for winter? Although I can, I guess he can't – If he must be quitting his job and going down to Florida. Um, I'm
2: guessing I, that's – well, he said he's grinding it out, he's grinding it out uh, this last year. I'm, I mean, I think he means this last year in New York, so I think that's – oh, okay to uh, do
3: that. Did you hear about the doctor's house in Florida that survived the hurricane? No, what about it? Did you guys hear about it? He spent like uh, 20% more on materials to build this house, and it's the only, it's it's a house on the the pilings or whatever, just on the beach there, and it's the only house that survived the the hurricane in in his area, in his immediate area, and so it, it got all this publicity because People he's are a looking rich at bastard. it. Let me guess. He's a rich bastard. Right? But, but but it only costs 20% more to make his house basically hurricane proof. And so the the thought is is that maybe this will help um, update the building codes or whatever so that more houses aren't completely destroyed and people's lives ruined when these storms go through. And and where my mind went with this whole thing was the whole climate change debate and that we're going to have stronger storms and we're going to have stronger hurricanes and things like that. And, and, you know, we got to do all these things that affect the economy and that try to reduce emissions and all this kind of shit to basically reduce the average temperature by a degree tops or whatever it is. When this doctor guy proved that if you just invest 20% more in your house on materials or whatever you're building, we can we can react to these if you if you take for a given that we're going to have these stronger storms it's only going to take 20% more to build a stronger house well, so man, why do you why do you uh, advance these ideas that will completely fucking tank the economy and just billions upon billions upon billions of dollars to, to not do anything in regards to climate change this proves that if we're smart about it we can react to anything that comes our way we can engineer our way against anything that nature throws at us except for maybe an asteroid strike and I just I love that story and nobody's really mentioned it in that kind of way and I think it's important that that we should because the left is going to come at us and try to make us change yeah, yeah, yeah. our lifestyle when we can just react to this stuff if you're, it's going to happen over a 100 years we can react to it we can engineer our way out of anything you're you're talking to an NPC right now
1: Yes. Not me.
0: <laughs> you're going up to NPC saying, "Look, uh global warming, you know, we can we can adapt to it." Da, 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 da. Doesn't matter. Global right. warming happening. Must stop capital. You're not getting right. through to them cuz they're not get-throughable. They want global warming to exist. It's not happening, it's not occurring. Um, I mean, you want to talk about sheep. You want to talk about putting on the gray face and just believing whatever you're right. told. Go right
3: ahead. They don't care. They're right. that
0: that they they're not Again, they're not
3: capable of I don't, I of don't think we need to reach those people. I think we need to reach the people that are influenced by those fucking robots and just go here, twenty percent more. But 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 <laughs> if they're if they're influenced by these damn robots, fuck them too. Well, I know. I get it.
0: I get it. But I mean, I'm, I'm I and mean... tired of, like, lowering the bar and trying to drag the morons with me up this hill, like, hey, let's go, come on, no. No, I get, I get it,
3: I get it. It's not worth your time, but no. it is a good, it is a good story to just mm-hmm. kind of have in your back pocket to prove, I mean, it proves, once again, we're right, you know, it. we can react to these things, we can, you know, build larger dikes. Mm-hmm. we can build stronger buildings, we can, you know, we can do anything, we're... We're humans we're fucking awesome look at what it, we can build We, we are and awesome pe- We're
0: capable of it
3: right we are the rest of, you know the rest of the mass of humanity the NPCs maybe not so much but um, I just thought it was a good story and it related to Florida it related well, to uh, DT There's
2: yeah, yeah, yeah speaking of Florida you read, read uh, Chris's last post
3: uh, let's see oh he had a concrete frame as opposed to a wood frame much stronger and durable shatterproof windows as well. And got the roll down storm shutters. So hey, there go. He's already he's already uh, getting down to Florida. It looks like so he's so he's getting set. Yeah, my man. My man
2: we gotta hook my man Chris up with his own show. Have a <laughs> mom with this. this guy seems like he's really got his shit together. Um,
3: Concrete people, versus people like, people
2: wood. Like he'll give us hope. That's why we do this.
0: Although I gotta I gotta point out just just for our minority listeners uh, with the name Morales, I don't think he's Swedish. But <laughs> notice notice how the left ain't stopping now for for you minorities out there, they're still going to make you take transgendered education now. They're going to make you sit in the the sensitive. They're coming after you too. They're coming after you too. Don't think we weren't, we weren't warning you because we're evil, racist Republicans. (laughs) We're warning you because they're coming for everything. And then it won't be transgender. Then what's going to be the next evolution. That's kind of, so we went, we went physical characteristics, like visually identifiable things. So, Female, male, uh, race. Um, Then we're going gender and mental illness, made up or not. You can't really see those. But what's going to be the next? I'm I'm always shocked and amazed what the next evolution in in the professional victimhood is going to be.
3: It's the self-identifying stuff. I've seen it in official like government documents that like they identify as what a rock yeah anybody it's <laughs> the bar the bar now is self-identifying that if if you want to self-identify as a black man you can and okay. there's nothing anybody can, can say get, about Can I get
0: the hiring quotas and preferential treatment? No, can I? I, get?
1: I wish
2: I I wish when um you know I was raised by a single mother I wish when I was uh, when I applied for college I listed myself as black because right. I, I could have just said, you know, I didn't never met my dad. I could have just said, you know, my father was black. <laughs> could
0: would have yeah. been albino for all you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: but I mean, like, gonna, you know.
3: Like Elizabeth Warren, who's like one one-thousandth potentially yeah, one, Native one. American. It's, I guess, South America, uh, you know, Native American. Like, and, yeah, they had to stretch
2: it too. Because she was very specific about her Native American heritage. She actually said she was Cherokee.
3: Right, right.
2: And apparently that's the one tribe that actually uh, the one tribe that actually has a very specific way of identifying. You have to be uh, like, I think it's like one-eighth or something like that before they'll officially recognize you. Hmm. Um, so unlike other tribes, I don't, I don't know, like maybe the Sioux and the Cheyenne, they don't give a fuck, whatever, yeah. Um, you know, you put a feather in your cap, you can claim it, and you can get it on the casino action. But apparently the Cherokees are not like that, and they formally disavowed her.
3: Right, yeah, they said stop
0: it. Is she actually is she actually a candidate? She's not a candidate anymore for the Democrat presidency. Well, they 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 haven't.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, she she was their uh, great. (laughs) I was going to say white. Great.
3: Great Great, 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 She's more white. She's she's. I mean, the average white person in America has more Native American blood than 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 the Cherokee Elizabeth Warren.
2: Yeah, Lindsey Graham was joking about that. He's going to be tested and saying he has more uh, yeah. you know, Native American. In, in a, yeah. And they actually stretched the definition. Like, sh- technically, they didn't even, it wasn't like even like, you know, you know, Injun. I think they said it was like Peruvian or something like that. Yeah. That's as yeah. close as they could get her. I mean, she was about as white bread as there is. And they were like really stretching it. And it was one 1,024th. 1,
0: Oh good Christ! Yeah, I mean it was really. <laughs> here, here's here's no, Listen up, older brother podcast, giving it to younger people's advice. That that. Oh God, I want to use the c word so bad. That broad. Um, Let's see you next Tuesday. That Kuhuanta, that's her Indian name. Uh she. We'll just use that now for this. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, she was hired by Harvard because they actually believe that Native American bullshit.
3: Yeah. So here's my,
0: here's my question. (laughs) If it is codified in a government policy, and, and this depends on state, federal or local, but if it's codified that you can identify as what you want and the federal government or the state government or city government has to recognize that, then can you then officially apply for minority business status and get preferential contracts? Through the well, government, I'm being can, I, can,
2: I, can I, no I know that it was actually just recently addressed the Trump oh, administration. Well, I don't know about the Indian or the black thing, mm-hmm. but as far as gender goes, uh, the Trump administration just came out. Um, was it yesterday or Friday? I forget nope. which, and said they are only recognizing male and female regarding exactly that uh, right. when it came to federal. Uh, you know, I how they would identify oh, people
0: that doesn't. Ch- I identify as a female then. But no, so what,
2: I don't. I don't. I think they're. I think that. They, I think they're doing it by you know your chromosomes. I don't think they're. I don't okay. Think they're so letting so it then,
0: then the government is hypocritical. Now, do I? I'm no lawyer, but would I not have a court case where it's like you say that you're going to recognize me as a female? Now I'm a. Pl- I am a female. By God, I am a Kuahan ha female, <laughs> and I am applying for special government uh, contract privileges because I want to supply your your horses or some other bullshit that chicks would run a a company for I do do I don't they have do I not have a right to say you are discriminating against me sexually because you don't recognize it or when it comes to money and then they draw the line
3: I think I think I'm saying that's what might be next you're you're asking the question of what's next and I have seen it's not it it's there's sort of quasi official government documents where where you can join a group if you self-identify as this, and so it's just one small step to you know. Well, that's that's how we have to recognize you legally. I mean, if it's mm. if it's you can join this you know uh, cooperative group of America or whatever and, as you're se- self identifying as that. I mean, there's that one. What's the one guy's name? He self identifies as black. That um, I can't remember his name. Not
0: Rachel Dolezal. That's well, a Rachel white... Dolezal oh, yeah. is a woman.
3: But there's yeah. the other guy uh, Shane something or uh, oh
0: Sean King
3: Sean King yeah yeah he's yeah. he's whiter than me you know and and so I think that could be where it's headed next I mean we're already seeing the uh, transgenders basically dominate in women's sports we're already seeing that
0: <laughs> that's great you know? I fucking love that man that's
3: the best <laughs> so, it's you so I'm fucking
0: about track like
2: doing some MMA fighting in the womens, uh, women's <laughs> yeah.
3: event. right exactly. And so I think it's only a matter of time before that the pressure, like you said, you know, hey, hey, brothers, you know, brothers, we weren't telling you this is bullshit uh, because we just didn't want you to get the benefits. No, they're coming after you next with some other group that's going to say, hey, you're oppressing me or hey, you're, you're not recognizing me for my own humanity and the way that I see myself. And, and so I think that the self identification thing. I think could be next could be I the am, next shooter I, drop.
0: not not to interrupt but i have to get this out because it's
3: <clears throat> it's an outstanding
0: observation to everybody listening regardless of your your uh, gender race or sexual preference or whatever let me explain to you why the left is a threat okay it is not right now the left is dividing around racial gender, because it's visually identifiable and you can claim racism, and then, and then mental illness lines or, or sexual identity lines to doing that, because then they can say, oh, I'm, I'm a victim and I need money, or uh, we, we sympathize with you in your plight, so vote for us, okay? So it's kind of a vote for money sort of deal. But what the left in general is doing is they're going to criminalize any kind of behavior of productive people so that they have a reason and rationale to take your money. That's basically what it is. Or to give them preferential treatment in society, be it college admissions, uh, contracts with the government, hiring quotas, et cetera, et cetera. They are, they, the left is coming after you if you're productive. And right. they will find any – I don't care if you're a disabled lesbian black woman, if you have more money than the other lesbian disabled black woman they're going to find a reason to come after you yep and it just happens to be that while we were alive the 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 lines were originally concocted around a race and gender and this arms race is going to continue to engulf more and more traits uh, of people like oh well soon it'll be zip codes well you live in this prestigious zip code well you've got to pay this tax. oh you have uh it could very well be what percent white or asian are you well, you according to the racial tax reform of 2047, you get to pay this rate. It's going to happen.
2: Have, have anybody here read, or maybe in the chat, have ever read Harrison Bergeron?
0: No, nope.
2: All right. Well, anyways, a short story by uh, Kurt Vonnegut, but uh, it's this just you know takes place in the future, dystopian future where uh, total equality has finally been achieved. So the way they do this is with something called handicaps. So, like, if you're very strong, you have to wear, like, all these extra weights on your body. Um, if you're good-looking, you have to wear, like, an ugly mask. Um, if you are highly intelligent, you have to wear these, like, zappers in your ears that go off every so many seconds, depending on how high, you're, depending on how high your IQ is. Um, but you, could, you can read the whole story. It's, it's only, like, a four-page short story by Kurt Vonnegut, Harrison Bergeron. You can Google it. You can read it for free online and a bunch of different places, but that is what did they really make a movie
0: did. out of it yet.
2: Uh, they 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 made movie versions of it, but Good, not, no, I don't have to worry about it. The movies had nothing to do with. It, to, let me put it this way: it's about as long as reading a Cleary blog post. It's that short. Of
3: a story. It's four pages. So
2: yeah. did they, they make,
3: make a movie,
1: a movie out
2: four of it? No, oh. the, the, they made, the movie is not. The movie is nothing to do with the, the 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 short story is so short. There's not enough material to make a movie out of it. Oh,
0: okay. Right. Right.
2: They made they made a movie called Harrison Bergeron, but it was nothing like the short story because there's not there's not enough. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: So anyway, everyone's handicapped, so everyone's equal.
2: Yeah, and I'm not going to give it away because it's four fucking pages. And if you're that fucking lazy, and which we I am, I'm, yeah, then well, then fuck you. But read it. <laughs> read it. That was a great story. I, I actually wrote a paper on it when I was a freshman in high school. But anyway, um, oh. Harrison Bergeron.
3: And they're sort of doing that, you know, with the tax system. I guess they're sort of doing that. Absolutely. With affirmative action, they're not. They're they're not actually hooking. Things up to us physically yet, but uh,
2: give it well, time.
3: Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. with a, you know, ancestry.com and all these, you know, like how Elizabeth Warren had her her genetics tested. I mean, everybody's given their their DNA to these companies, and they've got them. They you basically give your DNA to these companies, and they've got it forever, and you're in some kind of database.
2: They actually and- caught it. They caught a killer that way, actually.
3: Right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, it wasn't
2: It wasn't even his DNA. It was a rel- a direct relative. Yep.
3: yep, exactly. And so they've got the database going. They've got Facebook's got the facial recognition database going. I mean, we're all going to be categorized eventually. And like you said, Aaron, it's going to be smaller and smaller and smaller differences. It will be great. They're going to focus on. They're going to yeah. focus on those small, small different Oh, you got this gene, which gives you an unfair advantage. And so we're going to tax you more. Or we're going we're gonna to give you gene therapy to, to deaden that. I mean, was that that's the whole idea of lobotomies in the past, right? Is that, is that you had people that um, they, they didn't know exactly how the brain worked and these people were sick or mentally ill or whatever. And instead of trying to help them, uh, they were just too much of a burden. The technology wasn't there yet. They'd scoop a part of their fucking brain out, e. right? E. They, well, hold on, hold on. I got to draw the line here. Are you saying... Are you saying the psychology
0: profession used quackery and quasi-substantiated techniques in medicine? I mean, the next thing you're going to say is that uh, boys are acting like boys and they're going to drug them so they act like
3: girls. Yeah, I that don't believe
1: exactly
2: that. Right. that I, I can't believe we've gotten That's just too much. I, I can't buy that. I, I can't.
3: It is, it is interesting how we look at that like lobotomies. We look at that with horror nowadays. But but most people don't look at drugging kids the same way. I mean, it's well, exactly the same thing. You're permanently fucking up their brain uh, to to make your life easier in dealing with them. It's the same thing as a lobotomy, really.
2: Yeah, now actually, it's coming out like these drugs are very dangerous because their brains are still growing. So it's not the same as giving these drugs to some. I think the
3: exactly, yeah,
2: brain doesn't completely form to your like. roughly oh, five.
0: Have you seen 30-something millennials? I mean, the millennials are now in their younger 30s. Have you seen them? Have you seen the Try Guys? Oh, What's no. up? What, what does that uh, mean? The try, try Guys about? is like these buzz, BuzzFeed reporters, and I don't think they're gay. They just – I mean, you can look. You can visually see it. You try can guys. look at them and you're just – okay, take your take your average dipshit. Okay, they've been drinking uh-huh. craft brew beer and not paying back their student loans. They, they wore hair buns. They got tattoos. All right, you think of a 32-year-old millennial now. Are you picturing like a, a Kirk Douglas ripped body? No, you know? you're
2: talking about like the androgynous
3: kind yes. of? Yes. Uh,
2: yeah, I know that. I'm I
3: looking know. them up right now. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's bad.
0: Yeah, it's sad when, yeah. when any one of us by ourselves could take all four of them on in a fight, and you're like, yeah, I can win it. Like, without a
3: doubt. <laughs> yeah, I
0: can't. I'll take my scraggly little 148-pound ass, and I'll kill them all.
2: And Without working up to sweat, like you'll still need a trip to the gym later. Um, yeah.
3: They yeah. look like the Wiggles or something, right? Wasn't that a, a show for kids? I, I was too old by that time. The Wasn't Wiggles? it the Wiggles where there was these guys, this group of guys that would that would ride in some red car? I mean, that's what they look like. They look like a, a, a children's show people. Like people that would host a children's show because they're so non-threatening.
0: Well, they look pretty so pedophile weak. to me. there's yeah, look- some <laughs> of them here
3: some of them here, yeah, they' they're yeah, they're Someone not. got a kid uh, or two in their basement.
2: Hey, Jimmy, want to see the inside of a van?:
0: No, uh, they wouldn't even they'd be more like they'd be more G- Mike Jacksony, Michael Jacksony like, hey, let's go lie in the bed. It'd be nice
3: <laughs> have, some, have some Jesus juice. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah. I just, <clears throat> that's, that's the end result of where these drugs go. Cause they, they were never, not only were they never allowed to go out and be men and play uh, and develop into young boys, young men. I, I can only imagine what the drugs did forget mentally, but physiologically to their bodies. I just, well, I, I told you, this is almost, this is nine years ago, eight years ago when I was in Wyoming. So these kids have got to be in their, Mid-20s now, um, I don't know if I told you when I did jiu-jitsu, uh, no, no. I did jiu-jitsu for like two, three months in Wyoming because there was really nothing else to do during winter. And um, I'm a smaller guy. I'm only 5'8", five, five, 150 pounds. So we're in the jiu-jitsu class, and the only weight class I had against me were high school, like, freshmen and sophomores because uh, everybody else was either too big or too tall or both. And you, you would spar with everyone to learn technique and everything. But when it came to weight class, I would be going up against these freshmen, sophomores in, uh, in high school. And it was not fair to them, but they brought it upon themselves because they never took it seriously. And I could also simply overpower them. So they were my same size and height, but I had so much more muscle. And I wasn't even a particularly muscular guy, that instead of using technique or getting into an arm bar or doing a move or getting him in a chokehold, I would just overpower them. And there really wasn't you wouldn't learn, you wouldn't become a better jiu-jitsu uh, fighter. Uh, they weren't learning either, but they weren't really putting in any for the effort. Now then, if I went up and went up against Bronk. Or, or you know, anybody who was thirty years old or older, particularly six feet tall and and, and a two hundred twenty pound, they just beat my ass uh, with technique and strength. Uh, but these guys are now in their twenties. It's like I should not have been able to just simply grab a fourteen or fifteen year old boy, throw him down on the ground, and give him the tap out in like forty five seconds. It should not have happened. But they just have no muscle. They have, and I guarantee you, wouldn't doubt it. Dad wasn't around, probably on some a hood to hood to hood to hood drug, or something else like that, and probably never, well, certainly never hit the gym either.
3: I think it's yeah, it's the soy. um...
2: Yeah, I was, I was thinking, I didn't want to say it because it's been done to death, but yeah, the soy. I mean, well, and it's all idea of like demonizing masculinity. I mean, whoever came up with the expression. toxic masculinity should be shot but anyway we got a 999 from uh, Gino Ruff, uh, Ruff, Ruffalo. uh hope i'm pronouncing it right buddy he goes look up the ancestry.com tv commercial about the africa
3: the about africa it, yeah i, oh, yeah, I just looked it. It, i looked it up it's, it's been on tv yeah i just what is it? i saw that it's um it's actually both sort of uh, we was kings type of thing but we also and shit. yeah we was kangs and shit and it's also uh uh woman power so it's got it's a twofer it's a double it's a double douche it's uh it, and so it's the commercial is is i guess it's some queen or something coming in is it from is it an american commercial or is it a commercial in africa no this is an ancestry.com commercial
0: right but is it is it Is it starring African people like they have the accent or is it an American commercial with American uh, blacks?
3: I'm sure it's American blacks. Oh, okay. I thought you watched it. Be a tribe, yeah. And okay. uh, there's no sound really. It's sort of a narration thing, I think. Right. And then well, it's it, I mean, Hang on, John, let him finish. It's this woman f- figuring out that she's part that or something and being proud of it and she's also part Irish and part this and part that. Part everything, you know, and um Sure. Yay. Yeah, it's 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 uh I I get it. I get kind of um I get the idea that you you go far enough back in time uh, and we're all related, right? I mean, we're all related. You go far enough back, we're all related. And I don't know how many generation it, it is. There's some statistical analysis where, you know, the tree has got branches and it's got roots. And at some point they intersect way back in the past and we're all related. Mm-hmm. And um, so I get that. I get getting across that, you know, we're all, but that, but this like taking pride in it thing. I don't understand it. I don't understand. I mean, uh, make would you your, like me to make, explain it to you? Make yourself something. I I understand. It's they're lazy. They don't want to actually. They don't want to make themselves. A, a they don't want to create
0: their own legacy. Yeah,
3: they don't. Yeah, they don't want to create their. They want to uh, inherit someone else's and not you know and not be their own you know unique thing, and and so I, I get I get it that they're trying to say hey we're all. We're all in this together. You know, we're all related. We're all brothers and sisters, blah, blah, blah. But just it hangs its hat too much on that, I think. And and there's that other Ancestry.com commercial where it's the black lady that's really ugly. I mean, she's got like, I don't know what she's got wrong with her face as far as a skin condition or freckles. I mean, you don't usually see black people with freckles. I don't know. This chick's got something going on. And she's like, she's like 1% Swedish. So it shows her taking a, uh, you know, in one of those hot tubs in the mountains in the cold. Not a you know, government check. Doing doing the Swedish thing, and she's doing all the, you know, she did her ancestry test, so she's doing all the things that that her blood says she she is. And it, it's just it's getting it's getting really pathetic. It's getting I don't well have you it, seen it's the past South- the point where it's useful. It's it's I, it's way past the point where it's useful.
0: Have, have you seen the South Park spoof of this?
3: No. So
0: it's this Whitey McWhite guy that ever whited. <clears throat> He's got the glasses. He's like, I took my DNA test to find out what percent minority I am. Turns exactly. out I'm 2% two, two black. And right. then this guy walks by and says, <laughs> what up, my nigga? And then uh, <laughs> right. there's another white guy says, like, <laughs> I took my DNA. You know, white, white blonde hair, blue eyes. You know, I took my DNA test to figure out. It. Turns out I'm like one 100th one one uh, whatever Hispanic and the yep. guy's like, "Hey, Amy's like, don't oppress me, you bastard!" And, and t-
3: but that's the self-identifying thing that we were talking about before. Is that that will be the excuse where people will say, "Well, I want to be that one percent of me. That's how I'm going to self-identify now." Don't you dare say that I can't uh, check that box on the census, and then no, uh, that's and part of it's my like, genetic heritage. It's part of my genetic heritage that I want to self-identify now as a black man.
0: Well, and I'm telling every younger brother and sister out there that's listening to the older brother podcast, son of a gun! If you get your DNA tested and you find out you got some fraction of an amount, that's what you list. Because right. there's, if they're gonna play by these rules, you might as well take advantage of every possible uh, thing you can get. All right, right. Uh, you 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 claim affirmative action. It does, I mean, if if here's what South Park is. I don't know if you figured out the formula for South Park. South Park is where the parents and the adults are fucking insane and simple child innocence rules the day in the end. And that's, and the kids are the vehicle by which they, they save the village or they save the town of South Park because the kids are the only ones that are sane in that, that thing. And if the parents and the adults that are in academia and corporate America and government are going to, get their dick in a blender about what percent race or ethnicity or whatever it is. Fine. They got the money. They're in the powers of institution. You want to play this stupid game? Let's play this stupid fucking game. So if you do take your DNA test and you find out you got just a, just a smidge, just a smidge, you run with it, man. you freaking run with it.
3: Right?
2: Yeah, hey, they set the rules, you know, play by them. You
3: know? Well, that's sort of a, I mean, that's using the left's tactics against them th- too. That's, basically clouded pivot it's overwhelming the system if yeah. if all these people got their ancestry.com results and say oh i'm i'm this percent asian or i'm this percent whatever and they start marking that on the census forms and on the entrance applications for college and mm-hmm. on their job applications and all that and they've got a reason they've got a legitimate reason to hey check out my ancestry results make your enemy out. live Make your enemy live up to their standards. They're all for yeah. diversity and bullshit. Say, "No, I am
0: diversity," and you don't dare assume my gender or my race. Get right. it right up, shove it right up their ass, so you can have your fist come out their mouth.
3: Right, and that and that'll that'll break the system. It they, it won't be able to function then, and and you know eventually it'll be okay. We're just gonna have to, you know, they can't that can't continue because then we all all are equal. We basically they want equality. And so we all say, okay, we're all black. Yep. <laughs> now we're all equal. Now we're so all equal. What are you going to say about it? <laughs> you can't say anything. I, one, one thing that kind of saddens me, though,
0: back when I thought I was Irish, which turns out not to be the case because I took my stupid DNA test and I crushed my spirits forever, is <laughs> I like the, the flaws, uh, quote, unquote, of your entire race you know, or whatever your ethnicity was. Like, What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think Irish? Red hair, really? That's the first thing that comes to your head. Drunks, drunks, right mm. there, and they freaking own it. We own right. it. It's not like I'm a drunk, and and that's because I'm Irish. But there was an element of human flaw in that. Like, yeah, we're drunks, so and we get in fights all the time.
3: You know, right? Yep. Uh,
0: and and you own the Italians, right? What yep. do you think about Italians? Gangsters, gangsters, mafia, and they, and they of course earned a place in American history with they Oh, the shady gang, bibbity bobbidi poppity poopity. The, the South Park episode where it's like skipping ahead of Italians in line. Did you see that? No. <laughs> One of the funniest bits of cartoon is just these two non-Italians. And there's all these Italians. They're all dressed like the Fonz. They got their hat. And these two uh, non Italians start skipping ahead of the line of the Italians. As they skip ahead of each ind- individual Italian, each Italian goes, "Oh hey, oh hey, oh hey!" Oh, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> and then the other guy says, "Hey, yo, Copernicus, why don't you get yourself to the back of the line and stand there with your shirt and have a sandwich?" You know, it's just and that, the the that, mafia.
3: The mafia invented the lottery. Speaking of Mega Millions, you know the big one point six billion. Oh, that's thanks to the mafia. The mafia yeah. invented the invented the lottery in America.
0: But now that we've placed victimhood on it, you can't take these endearing uh, uh, flaws and 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 I wouldn't say qualities. What would you call them? Um, foibles or uh... foibles? Well, I don't know if alcoholism. I mean, some serious flaws in your ancestry. Say, yeah, hey, yeah, the fight. You know, oh yeah, the uh, we like our sombreros and our tacos. You know, you can't take that and joke with it. Hell, you can't even have Cinco de Mayo now on uh, college campuses because of cultural appropriation. It's like, well, what the fuck was America for? If we are working to right. culturally appropriate everything good from every, uh, uh culture that came here. Right. Well, right.
2: Did, I, did you see James O'Keefe? The first thing that he did, uh, before he got, you know, his start, the guy that, uh, project Veritas, um, I think it was when he went to Rutgers university, he petitioned the government, uh, not the, uh, student, uh, government or the, of the administration to stop serving, um, uh, cuz he's Irish uh what is it Gables. lucky charms lucky charms
1: <laughs> <laughs> cuz he said it was
2: he said it was offensive to eye and they like took him seriously like oh yeah we're going to we to stop that and they, they, they and he like filmed it you know like with a hidden camera
0: see see now here here's a perfect example the liberals are going to claim they're not npcs that is totally an npc thing npcs don't get jokes or humor liberals don't get jokes or humor
1: right They'll, They'll
0: God, exactly. they're just the a bunch of miserable fucks is all they are. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to be these assholes.
3: Oh, my God. I mean, they don't know how to party with charts. I mean, I, they just don't.
0: Tell care. me about it. right? God almighty, look, it's in color. Look, pie chart. Hey, baby.
2: I but they can throw it. one hell of a gay pride parade. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, it's not even a gay pride parade. I mean, they can't say that. It's uh, What is it now? It's just pride. It's like they had to take the gay out because. <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. You're kidding. They, can't, they took the
3: gay out?
0: Yeah, it's just
3: a well, pride that's parade. Too, that's too exclusive. That's what, just, uh, like that's a just a one or letter or of people? the LGBTQI, oh, whatever. That's just one really? letter. Yeah.
2: No, I'm serious. It's just a pride parade. They used to be gay pride. Now it's just
0: pride because. Yeah, you're right. Blood. You know what that reminds me of is um, I was playing poker. Down in Hot Springs, um, and there's a fair amount of Indians down at uh, neck of the woods because there's a couple of reservations. And um, Joe and I remember Joe and his brother were real good. They're both from the reservation, and they'd always complain. Just Joe was a good mathematician. He could he'd win more often than not. Anyway, so we were talking, and he was talking about like powwows and how you never wanted to have an intertribal powwow because the Cherokees <laughs> would fight the Sioux, and this is among the kids and you know teenagers. Is because they still took pride and like, oh yeah, we're Cherokee or we're Ojibwe. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. He's like, nope, man. If they find out that there's another from another tribe, they got all this pride in their tribe. I'm like, that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Now (laughs) it's the same thing. The gays are gonna fight the trans over what they name a fucking parade.
3: (laughs) Guys and dolls. (laughs) It's and things. We should totally
0: come up with a new thing called it's and things. Have a bunch of androgynous, amorphous type of people up there.
2: Well, you, you know what? There's a real life example. You're talking about that tribal thing, but one of the problems uh, I, I found this out by listening to Stefan Molyneux. a guy called in. I believe he was from Sweden, and he actually worked in one of those um, like group homes for refugee children that were yeah. from you know Af- you know Africa or the Middle East or whatever. And one of the big problems they're having to deal with is that the Arabs won't have anything to do with the Blacks. The Blacks won't have anything to do with the, uh, the I don't know the other group. You know, and he says they're <clears throat> they're extremely tribal, and, like, they didn't even consider this. No know, shit.
0: Just- Wait, are you telling me refugees from Africa are <laughs> tribal? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Fuck. You mean the Indian tribes are tribal?
3: Holy what shit. There's a great um, – uh, back when I was a Christian, there was somebody that uh, – some famous Christian guy that was sort of funny giving a talk. You know, there's they're, they're a dime a dozen, right? The guys that do the little talks. That people pay for to have them come talk to them or whatever. But this guy was talking about how even Christians are like that, where they they will they will go down the laundry list of things that you believe and it'll be, you know, are you post trib, pre-trib, you know, all that all those kinds of variations of Christianity. And if they disagree on any anything, then that's where they they'll divide and they'll fight each other over that little fine point in Christianity, whether, you know, whether you're going to go to heaven before the tribulation or after the tribulation oh, yeah. or, you know, so you a or not. And, and so it's just, I think it's just innate in humans that, that, that we, you know, we, we like to uh, feel distinct, I think, or some, we like to be a part of a group and yet feel distinct at the same time. And so that's why we fight each other. That's why we split up into our groups and well, that and that's why. I- I I I have no time
0: for that. I, I mean, really, I'm on this planet once. I'm going to be meritocratic. That's about the only thing. Right. Do you work and support yourself, and do you pursue excellence? That's all I want out of the people in my in my clique, and that's, that's the nice. only team or club I want to belong to. But Mike, you don't, have, you have no idea the pro. Well, shoot, Beckloff and Davis, they have the 30 years. Uh, I'm sorry, 30 days war every three months. They're yeah. always warring every quarter. <laughs> Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that's oh,
1: what I was gonna say. That
0: it's it's uh, October, time for Davis and and, uh, and Beckloff to go at it. But yeah, there's you get into the the Protestants. I mean, Lutheran, Wisconsin, ECLA, Missouri Synod. You got Pentecostal. You got Episcopalian. You got Baptist, You got Reformed. Oh my God, it's it's just you know, choose your flavor. And then you have like, hey, we hang a gay banner outside of our church, and there's a female pastor here. We're the anything goes church. <laughs> oh yeah, well fuck you. We're the more than anything goes church.
3: <laughs> we've got we've got a a, a pastor was a porn star, baby. <laughs> 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 we got the porn pastor. <laughs> oh, I think there right.
2: is a chick that's a, a, a former porn star. Yeah, we is, talked
3: about that. Yeah, we oh, okay, okay.
0: yeah, you were in that. Uh, uh, you guys want to do some um, fan mail? Sure. Okay. Hey, Aaron, I just want to give you a free brief testimonial. Thank you for the consultation and guidance. It was money well spent after your consultation and talking shit over with a few close friends. I've been doing better. I haven't gotten all, not, all of it knocked out yet, but it takes time and constant work. I'm optimistic of what is to come. I've also bought and am currently halfway through Reconnaissance Man. It's good to read with some pretty good ideas that I intend to use once my vacation time stacks up. Anyhow, I just want to say thanks. That, thanks, and that if you're ever so fortunate to be in the Detroit area, hey, who man, you are fortunate <laughs> to be in Detroit, huh? I, I think been, he was,
3: I think there was a Sark on before that oh, comment. I, I think deadly
0: serious, like, fuck Vegas and fuck Florida, man. I want to be in Detroit in January. Um, <laughs> Take and if you want to grab a beer, hit me up respectfully. Alex, well, thank you very much, Alex. We'll put that. <clears throat> I'll go into the box of mementos. I ever tell you what I'm going to do when I'm in a nursing home?
2: Read all these,
0: read all these, but then I'm also going to watch all the TV I've never had time to watch. Like, once I went to college, I pretty much stopped watching TV, so I'm missing out on like two decades of The Simpsons. Um, I don't watch Family, I mean, there's uh, Gunsmoke, uh, Rawhide, all those old
3: Western shows. I, um, I'm i gonna binge on those. And Talk I think about were... back to the, the whole Eli Roth ruining horror. I watched The Treehouse of Horror Simpsons. Here just uh what was it on sunday night or whatever Mm -hmm. and and fucking brooks whatever the guy's name that that does the show uh, i can't remember his full name brooks i can't remember he's one of the guys that's the main producer of the show um they've got for the treehouse of horror they got their fake names right they'll have their name and then they'll have some funny thing in between and his was even scarier than kavanaugh and I'm like Jesus <laughs> fucking <laughs> Christ! Do you have to fucking ruin Treehouse of Horror now, Simpsons. I mean, I get there's political humor on the show, but they're usually pretty even-handed about it. But that was just like, oh God. I might might
0: as well bring this up. I got this in the mail. Um, new author, very well-timed uh, book by Randall Bentwick called "The Pence Principle." Lessons all men must learn from Ford Cavanaugh. I have it right here. I haven't read through it. So I was going to do a review later. Well, somebody's I'm...
3: already re- written a book on it. Yeah, right. I got it right here. Here. Oh. Yeah. Um, That's like South Park turnaround. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. Like... It's, well, <laughs> it's it's a, a short read, it. it's a short read, and it's a short read. What I've what I've read of it, because you know how much I like to read. And I'm like, do you have it in audiobook? He's like, no. And you can tell he's like a rookie. <laughs> he's never posted before. Or never. Uh, Wrote a book before he came out. Well. Just
3: happened. Why would it be audio already? I mean, he's he just he, he wrote a whole fucking book in like three weeks or whatever it's been. <laughs> the,
0: my buddy Jim Fear, unfortunately, the guy who did my audio book, Jim Fear, he, he's the guy I go to. He had a, a seizure, a bad one. Huh. Huh. He broke a vertebrae and and um. i have like, holy shit, dude. So he can't record. But no, if if I had Jim Fear, he could bang this out in three days. He's that good. <laughs> Jim Fear 138.blogspot.com, by the way, he also has a podcast and a blog. And I'm sure in his in his recovery, he'd appreciate it if you guys went and, and visited his site and just maybe gave him some well wishes or something like that. Um, but no, the the I'm a third through it. It's not that big of a book. It's hundred twenty-six pages. Um, it's basically you follow the Pence principle. You don't have women around. Right. You don't uh you record everything. Um and he goes. I like how he goes into what he calls weaponized women, uh, how they're how they're formed and all that. But um, <clears throat> yeah, this the the Kavanaugh thing. I, I, I don't. That pissed me off more than oh yeah than the average uh, news stream did, just because of the violation of uh, presumption of innocence and just shows you how brainwashed people are. Like oh yeah, we're gonna believe this this old
3: ta ha ha Kuanta ha ha. Uh, Sounds like and, a Cthulhuan, like an H.P. Lovecraft monster. Yeah. Kuantaha.
0: Kuantaha.
3: With her assistant, Tooth and Eyes. Yeah, teeth and Eyes. Teeth and Eyes. <laughs> uh, eyeballs and teeth. Yeah, eyeballs, eyeballs and teeth. And teeth. Okay. Yeah, was- Alexandria Cortez or whatever. Yeah, yeah no, I, that maybe. So I, I,
0: I was like, dude, I'll help you with that, no problem. Um, of course, he paid, but um, I'll be doing a review of it later. Uh, next, uh, Famil. This is from Brandon. Brandon writes, I watched your videos back when I was 16 or 17, which is the perfect time, by the way, to start tuning in and reading my books. That we can't help you at 26, 27, but by God, we can help you when you're 16 or 17. That 10 years does make a difference. Um, I watched your videos back when I was 16 or 17 and wanted to major in economics or finance and have decided to pick accounting instead. However, I just entered my fourth of five years needed to get the CPA and was going to do a second major in finance anyways to get the fifth year of credit since I figured it was cheaper than doing a master's in accounting. Even if it wasn't very employable, I could possibly learn something for my own personal financial management and maybe it looked good on a resume for I ever want to be a CFO or corporate FPA analyst. I don't even know what that is, especially since I did find the principles of finance course is useful with the discounted cash flow analysis, time value, money, loan calculations, etc. Finance is a very good knowledge to have. It's not going to land you a good job, but it it does help out with your personal finances. Um, However, I'm currently taking the next course, Intermediate Financial Management, which I thought would be the most practical compared to investments and financial institutions and markets and research, and realizing just how useless it is compared to my managerial accounting course, and presumably future accounting courses like cost management and financial statement analysis. There you go. You can tell employers realize this too because the school's accounting club each week has recruiters from different companies advertising their jobs and internship postings, and I always get emails from accounting departments about companies asking for applicants while the finance club is completely non non-existent in terms of companies. Outstanding. I knew I saved this for a reason. I decided to do just the master's in accounting to specialize in management accounting and accounting data mining analytics. I think a lot of people likely major in finance when they are really interested, when what they are really interested in is management accounting, which is much more useful simply because they think accounting is only audit, tax, and financial reporting. So I plan to hopefully specialize in that, and my accounting systems analytics professor gave me an email to someone looking to hire for that. Well, thank you, Brandon. I'm glad that you switched and avoided finance and economics, and you are now in accounting. That too goes into the... Momentum box.
3: If you want to make money, anything having to do with money makes money. No, that's, a no, that's a, no, that's wrong. Isn't that that's a good wrong.
0: rule? Finance is everything to do with money. Economics is everything to do with money. It's a horror. Those are horrible degrees. Horrible. You, the the knowledge you learn is very important. They make you, if anything, a great citizen if you take the time to study economics and finance, so that you learn about the bowels of the Titanic. You learn how an economy works. You learn how society accounts for its production and, and you pay for taxes. It helps you in that regard, but the only place you can work with a degree in finance is banking and insurance, and, and which is just cocksuck USA uh, and, and corrupt. You know, people say, oh, you couldn't get in. No, I got into banking. I worked in banking. I was there. I know what happened. And to prove to you that it's a bunch of incompetent fucks, what happened during our greatest recession? Who caused it? You know, it wasn't the teacher industry. You know, it wasn't the miners. It was bankers. Um, so you don't want to be in finance. And in economics, that's just worthless. That is the most worthless uh, It's philosophy. Uh, so again, it's good to know as a citizen, uh, but all you're going to do is go work for a government or an institution to claim to have, you know, to be- demand more money. That's 95% of economists' jobs now is to come up with an economic rationalization, read, lie as to why the government needs more money or your institution
3: or your department needs more money. That's all economics. But then they didn't make a ton of money doing that.
0: If you get a doctorate and you're high enough up and maybe you got some programming skills, sure. But by and large, the vast majority of economics, certainly bachelor's degree, you're not going to do anything with that. But master's and doc I mean, look at Paul Krugman. I don't believe for a second Paul Krugman believes half the shit he writes. He writes that because he knows he gets paid for it. Right, yeah. Yeah, John Maynard Keynes, they went with John Maynard Keynes and not Mises because John Maynard Keynes says, well, we should just spend more government money. And the politicians couldn't come quick enough when right. he said that. I mean, it was explosive come uh, when, when he said, we just need to spend more money. So, I mean, it, that they're just whores. All, all economists, professional economists, quote, professional economists, they're just whores. Every once in a while, a bank might be smart and hire an actual economists to keep tabs on the economy and the global goings-ons. But the vast majority... Of economists, especially if you're employed in academia or the government, you're just whores. That's all they are.
3: Right. Yeah. They lie to get money. Right. Yeah. Which is <laughs> just what
0: you want to do. Right. Well, <laughs> I, which, I, you know, as I get older, I can't. Paul Krugman makes more money than me. Oprah made more than all of us. Yeah. Oprah don't need that one point six billion um, um, lottery lottery. Yeah. You know what I could use? I could use some super chats here, though. We could almost break the record if we had more super chats. It's been a pretty good cleanup here, gentlemen. We made, made some pretty good money.
2: Oh, by the way, uh, Christopher Morales, who gave uh, previous super chats, uh, he says Case in point, my dad got his degree in finance and is a cop, yet will make more money retired than actually working. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, a lot of buddies of mine now are retired cops. They all retired at 40 uh, or 40, 41. They all went in. Uh, th- th- you can't do this anymore. Uh, But anyway, so I I don't know if Aaron, you guys know this. So the way the pension scheme used to work in uh, NYPD is your pension was 80 percent of your last year's salary. Right. So what you did was if everybody knew that was going to be the expression was putting in your papers, I mean, you were going to be retiring that year. So uh, the union had is where you could cash in your sec- sick days. So if you didn't take your sick days, you would get paid uh, for those. And, <laughs> you would, and you would max out all your overtime, right? Yeah. So your last year of your last year of your salary would be like almost double because you know they have uh, like man, double uh, time. And uh, uh, so you'd you'd work you'd work the New Year's Eve shifts, sure, you work- holiday
0: pay and double two and a quarter, absolutely, yeah. So, yeah,
2: uh-huh. yeah. It's all a union so what they did was so they would end up making a fortune their last year and that 80 percent that they were getting was actually higher than their their normal pay Mm -hmm. and now they had to do away with that because it was literally bankrupting the city so now i think you have to work 25 years and what they do now is they average it out to your last three years um so you can game it but not as much
0: i i am very pro cop i like cops Um, most of them, every once in a while you get a douche, but for the most part, I'm pro cop. Um, but one thing, and this is, this is a baby boomer. This lands right at the feet of the baby boomers. I remember when I was younger and like, I was thinking about FBI, CIA, and maybe becoming a cop and they were, for obvious reasons, very stringent on your application. I mean, you, you had to go through a lot of qualifications and all that. uh, You wouldn't even get to the washout stage. You just never hear back from them. You know, it was very much like applying at HR. And so it it inevitably became to the point, you know, Clinton was scaling down weapons weapon spending or defense spending cop. We don't need any cops go away. No cops. Well, now these baby boomers, they're finally retiring as cops and they don't have enough cop uh, applicants uh, to fill the roles. And now they're getting desperate, and, but but they won't get rid of these insane application standards. You know, just to become a, a beat patrol cop, they got these psychological tests. They try to trick you. I got a couple of buddies who went into the police force like, my God, they're dicking around. I'm like, no, this is why I did this. They're like, aha, you have passed the test. You know, like the, the trick and play and all that. And I'm like, you know what? You fuckers made it so hard to get into some of these industries. You protected your little racket, and now yeah. that these people are dying or they're retiring, now you can't fill the roles. But now you're going to keep these same insane high standards just to get in. like fuck you. You know, another thing they're complaining about: the millennial boys apply. They can't. They're not. They're not passing the physical. Right. Oh, we can't take you because you're in your forties. It's like, do you want a guy who can actually run and hold his own, or do you want limpedic uh, uh, millennial Matt there who has noodles for arms? Like because of a fucking arbitrary number. Meanwhile, I can out bench press, run, whatever else. Um, so it's the the cops. It's just it's just kind of like you know I'm I'm all for him, but man, the management has got to wake the fuck up to the reality.
3: That's hilarious that they lowered the standards so that females could be firefighters <laughs> and stuff. And now they're going to have to lower the standards for millennial boys, for yeah. millennial guys.
2: <laughs> well, actually it's, it's no joke. I know that a lot of this is in the military where the guys, the, the, the recruits are in such bad shape. They can't do, you know, they can't, they can't do the basic shit that you could do in boot camp. I mean, it's, it's, it's gotten that bad. We're like, kind of like what Aaron was saying that these kids, they have no, You know they have the weight, but there's no muscle in there. It's just fat and whatever. I mean,
0: well, I went I went hiking with a military buddy of mine. He's retired, and we went down to Colorado River, and and I'm like, I asked him. I said that that thing where they got rid of the grenade toss. Did they do that because women can't throw, or was it because of guys? (laughs) And he says, he says, no, it was also because of the guys. I'm like, you're kidding. He's like, no, and so like I pick up this rock. I'm like, this is about the size of a grenade, and I chuck it. I'm like. Is that far enough? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's far enough. And I'm like, fuck, you can't throw it that far. So I think what's going to happen, <clears throat> what's going to save America, <laughs> it's going to be the Gen X army. It's the last vestiges of us right. old time old. We'll be in our 40s, but we can beat the shit out of guys half our age, yeah. and we'll be grizzled and pissed off and angry. And to quote, and then and then to to uh, quote uh, Beckloff. One of the brigades within the army will be called the Ironic Brigade. It'll be the most sour, pissed off, <laughs> angry Gen Xers ever. And uh, we'll have a Bulbasaur on our flag. Uh,
2: we'll at, be the, the shock troops.
0: Yeah, we'll um,
1: be.
2: <laughs> no, I was laughing when you said that grenade thing because there was actually a, a, a meme, like, a, like a, a GIF meme of a, of a female... Uh, female soldier doing the grenade toss, but she only <laughs> threw it like three feet. So and it was a live grenade, and everybody had a run. What? Cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I don't know how you'd Google it under, but it, oh my god, I couldn't stop laughing. It was just, she, you know, she only could throw, you know, like you know the girl throw. And yeah. She yeah, it's like could, kind of like
0: a, like a, a shot put throw. They use their chest
3: instead of actually slingshotting their arm
2: yeah it's everybody just ran it was
0: hysterical <laughs> do that they... side,
3: side by side with obama doing the first bitch.
1: oh
0: did you see uh that video john you might like it because it was new york cops it was these two fat like they sprayed on their pants these two fat black uh cop uh, female cops in new york and and i think i think they were trying to arrest a guy it wasn't violent because like he got a he was resisting arrest, and they're trying to re- and they're trying to arrest this one guy, and he's just like throwing them around. And it got so funny; people were filming it, like there was a crowd of people watching and laughing at the cops. Have you seen that at all, or no? I
2: think I, I think I might. Is that where they actually a bunch of civilians actually took the guy down in the end? I
0: don't know if the civilians took him down because after a while, the civilians were cheering on the guy, so that it leads me to like that. No, they were. They were. It was kind of like Rocky five where the Russians are cheering on Rocky at the end of the thing. Um, the uh, no, it was probably who knows. He, he he obviously didn't murder anyone. You know, people weren't going to go and help out the cops, but they were just, you know, you could have played the circus music. Yet that, that, and then I think the people were laughing at the cops because they couldn't subdue this guy.
2: <laughs> well, that's another danger of the, the female. Well, I just wanted to say something about the the, the cop thing before you went off the topic. I, I, I forgot it. and I just remembered it again. Was Do you remember there was this huge push like when the B- Black Lives Matter thing first came out, they wanted all the cops to have the body cams? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know. All right. Well, now I'm not kidding. Now this happens where the ADL is actually suing police departments to stop filming because they're not liking what they're finding out.
0: Right. Well, too bad for the ADL then
2: uh yeah exactly I, I agree uh but you know they, they were finding out that you know that it's not racism it's not that and and just to dovetail on that point i don't know if any of you saw or heard about the debate between Ch- uh chenk Yugi or whatever he is from the young turks and tucker carlson
3: oh no, no I Was I this recent or what when yeah. did that happen
2: that was this weekend
3: oh okay and, i'll have to check that out yeah
2: and anyway, but one of the one of the really interesting things in the debate was um, uh, Tucker Carlson. He, ever since he quit drinking, the guy's IQ is like, was just skyrocketed. He's really because he used to be a real fucking moron when he was a real neocon. But
3: um, yeah, when he's solid. Work, he's solid now. Yeah. yeah,
2: he's really solid. And uh, he was talking about the uh, chunk you gave brought up this uh, thing about <laughs> Black Lives Matter. And uh, yeah, that's what I call him. And, uh, <laughs> He he uh, said, oh, that's something we really need to have a conversation about. And I'm just paraphrasing uh, Tucker Carlson. Basically, was kind of what we're saying is like, yeah, I'd love to have a conversation, too. The problem is, is people on the left don't have conversations. You just yell at us. You just call them <laughs> racists and Nazis. We'd love to have a conversation, but you don't do that.
3: I and, hate you know, that whole let's have an honest conversation about <laughs> dot, dot, dot whatever it is they don't want to have an honest conversation that's <laughs> when you bring charts to the party yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway that, that that was that was it but i just thought that would, that that kind of was in line with where, what uh, the topic of today was but yeah.
3: Alex Jones does a great chunk Uyghur impersonation, by the way. He, he basically, he does like Klingon speak. <laughs> it's really funny. It's really funny.
2: Where can you see him now? Now is you have to go to AlexJones.com or what? Yeah, you
3: got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He's, he's still on. Uh, I got the the uh, Apple uh, podcast app, and he's still on there. It still uploads his stuff to the podcast app. So you can find him. You can find him. I, 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 yeah, he's not on YouTube anymore. Yeah, no, that's where I used to yeah. watch him. But yeah,
0: you know. well, hang on, let me. I know this is going back an hour and a half ago, but John, so what's the deal? Davis got he got banned by YouTube, three strikes in one day, and he was out or what?
2: Yeah, uh, oh three really? Strikes. And he was on there. Well, you've known him longer than I have, Aaron. I mean, how many years of content yeah, years? is that gone? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's all gone.
0: Any speculation why or who? I mean, because it because that's that's the that's the fear. Is someone just gets a a, a burn their craw and says, "Oh, I'm going to do three strikes, get three people to vote And I'm I'm kind of surprised that the algorithm is that weak, that you don't like what three 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 complaints and and something as mere as a complaint, uh, takes down the channel. Here,
3: here's I gotta say something. Um, <laughs> for anybody that's listened to me, DT Black Brigade, I talk about oh, voting's useless. Don't vote. It's a it's bullshit. Blah blah blah. This year. Get out there and fucking vote. Fucking vote against these evil Democrats. This Democrat filth. I just heard about, I didn't know that Davis got his channel taken down. These cocksuckers are are pulling out all the stops to win this election. They are they are silencing people, getting rid of free speech, shutting people down. Two full fucking years of nonstop propaganda and attacks against Trump. This is this is the time to get out there and put your put your check mark on the side of the ledger of good side of the ledger of freedom side of the ledger of against this fucking insanity that's going on. So I, I, I reject what I've said in the past about not voting, get out there and fucking vote. And it it, it pisses me off to hear that somebody like Davis got his channel shut down too. It's just, this is insanity. It's um, and it's beyond politics. Um,
0: I don't care. Like, uh, well, uh, John, you know who this is, but DT, you know, Keith Elliston, he's a local uh, Minnesota politician. He, uh, I would honestly say, I think he hates white people. He hates America um, and he loves socialism. We could, we could pretty much safely say that about in his heart of hearts. We'll never admit to it. Um, But he's, he's uh, just a a rank leftist and he's running for office here. Uh, And like Al Franken, another Minnesota politician, he got accused of uh, some kind of sexual assault. Um, And if you read through it and you go through what the media has told us, you know, you you have to go down to the police department to get the police reports. I don't believe this woman in half a second. I don't either. And, and and as much as I hate Keith Ellison, uh, I'm more afraid of a world where someone could just falsely accuse you of something. And there's no court of law. There's no presumption of innocence. And there's no evidence that is required to prove your innocence or your guilt. And, I, I reach out, I, I offer an olive branch to what few non-NPC Democrats are out there. Maybe there's five or six of you that are old school union Democrats who've actually worked real job. Uh, or maybe some of you Democrats, uh, maybe some of you girls out there, all five of you listening, saying, wait a minute, how come I don't have a husband who's cooking and cleaning for me with my six-figure job? All I have is debt with my sociology mask. Maybe, maybe you might listen. Maybe you could exercise some critical thinking skills and say this really has gone beyond politics the way the Democrats have acted with this Kavanaugh bullshit. Yep. And and you, yep. if you if you want freedom at all, because I told you, I told you, they're coming after you if you're a productive member of society. They're coming after you. Uh, yep. So if you want to stop this, I would I would almost say it's not even a, a vote for Republicans as much as it really is a vote against the Democrats. It, that's
3: exactly what it is. It's a vote against the filth. It's a yep. vote against the left. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and and I, I agree with you, Aaron, that even when what, what happened to Al Franken, I'm like, he got a raw deal, and Keith Ellison's getting a raw deal. And I hate those two guys. I fucking hate them. But it's like you guys set the table. This is we're playing by your rules now, and you're gonna have to suffer the consequences of of the rules that you've set. You're you're you you're a part of the side that says you must believe the woman no matter what. Okay then that's the way we're going to play this game. Unless you want to come over to our side and, and join our team and be a part of us.
0: Yeah. Freaking adult. I mean, really take politics. What do, do you like having the presumption of innocence? You know, you think they'd learn with the, with Trump being in office and the nomination through the Supreme court, they obviously did not learn. It's like, no, we get to play these rules. We get to play this game. Now we get to play this game now. And, I, it's not good for either side. Don't really, you know, it, it's basically, I'd like to look at us being non-leftists and the working left, you know, the union left, the, the labor union left, right. those type of guys, uh, or or women who just, you know, they just want to help out the little guy. But deep down inside, they love their children and their husband and all that. I'd like to point out that though we're warring as Democrats and Republicans, you got to realize we're warring like the Federation and the Klingons. And now the Borg has arrived. Now, do you still want <laughs> to... You still right, want exactly. to... Hey, you know, you know, maybe white people, some white people don't like black people. Maybe some some black people don't like white people. Maybe the Asians hate the Jews and the Jews don't like the... I, but hey, by the way, did you see the fucking Borg show up? You, you know, see the size
2: maybe, of that cube?
0: <laughs> maybe we just set aside our... We can get back to killing each other later. But maybe... We ought to deal with this guy with the fucking circuit board attached to his face. You know, huh? Right. Exactly. Maybe we ought to deal with Nancy Pelosi and fucking Feinstein and these Nazis right over here. But, you know, if you want to call me a race, that's fine. You can call me a racist all you want. But you know what? Let's make sure you still have the right to call me a racist. How does that sound?
3: Let's let's take care of the hive mind first. please. (laughs) Well, um, there's a theory that uh, Matt Forney
2: put forward uh, like a couple of weeks ago and why he thinks that there's not going to be this huge blue wave. And his theory is that no one, Republican or Democrat, wants to live in a world where someone can dig up something or accuse you of something you did 36 years ago. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, which there's no there's no corroboration for at all. It's, it's somebody, in this
0: book, he even highlights it here, like, you know, you're going to believe a liar about something 36 years ago and in a yearbook, no less. You know, yeah. You know.
2: And that could do, you know, derail your career or, you know, I mean, that's the, that's what it's come to. And, and uh, you know, some theories are saying, like, even the Democrats are going, whoa, I don't like where this is going because mm-hmm. that well, anyone could just do that.
0: He without sin cast the first stone, and I guess the Democrats are without. I bet you if we went and dug up <laughs> Diane Feinstein's old moldy vagina, we'd find some fucking <laughs> dirt up there.
2: She had a she had a communist uh, Chinese communist spy, yes. uh, uh, working for for how many years?
3: Just I until recently, right? Until like the yeah. last. Year.
2: And this yeah. guy was spying for the communist government. And I mean, she should be she should be arrested for treason.
3: Right. Well, did
0: she knowingly have it there? Or probably. I guess she hates the United well, she States. she found
2: out. They found out, and she didn't like. She didn't, she didn't. She not to. She kept them on longer than she should have because uh, the 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 optics. Um. So yeah, but I mean, how much? I, she just. She should be fired for incompetence. Oh, so you,
3: in, so she, she's 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 using the excuse that she kept. Him on her staff because she didn't want to look racist? Is that what she's saying? No, no.
2: The the, the idea that he was a spy, like they didn't, uh, I I, I don't know all the details. You know what? A lot of it's actually classified.
0: What's funny is, given China's current political state, he probably dragged her to the right a little bit. Yeah, maybe you know I mean? <laughs> probably did. It's like, whoa, lady, hang on. We didn't even do that over in Deng Xiaoping's Day. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, lady, don't you want your people to eat? Holy shit. Reporting back to his masters. Uh, dude, um, let's not do that ever. No, that, that was crazy.
2: Yeah, we don't have to invade, they're gonna destroy themselves. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Do we have anything left in the super chats?
2: Uh, no, nothing. No, no, new super chats. A lot of activity in the chat, but no, no, no new
1: super chats.
0: Well, thank you for everyone for the super chats. We'll never get to the articles that I want to talk about uh, as we normally do, but I will be getting to that in the Clary podcast this Friday. Uh, this is sponsored by the quintessentialist. Go to the quintessentialist.blogspot.com. Probably easier to look that up. orionscoldfire.com and alaskachaga.us. Check him out. If you want to get yourself some mushroom tea. Um, we already did fan mail, please subscribe and like, if you guys would, I appreciate it very much. That does actually help out with the algorithm and everything until we get banned. Um, <laughs> we did the super chats. If you'd like to donate beyond super chats, you can, you could go to older slash donate where you have the option to donate through PayPal, uh, Patreon. Neither of those get you anything in return, but if you do want something in return, and this is why I strongly recommend you guys do, is go to my Amazon affiliate program, also at olderbrother.com slash donate. You can click on the Amazon banner there and do all your shopping. That's it. You don't have to sign up. You know, everyone overthinks this. They're like, oh well, do I don't want to sign up? It's it's like, no, no, no. You just go shop. Just click on that link, do all your purchases through there, get into the habit of doing that, and when you buy it, I get a commission. Uh, and then also, I added a new page to the Older Brother site called Manly Shit. So on the menu, you should see a, another option that says Manly Shit. Where I took some really cool Amazon stuff I found, and it's manly, and you may actually want to buy it. Uh, so you can check that out. And then finally, you can email me at olderbrother at yahoo uh, if you have questions or send, send send articles there because I get articles. I don't send articles to my asshole consulting account. Send it, send it to olderbrother at yahoo.com. We can bring that up if we ever get around to it. Uh, gentlemen, where
3: might we find you, uh, DT? Uh, blackbrigade.org and happy nihilist.net. Um, I haven't done anything at all. Of course not. Of I'm course not. In a holding pattern here until the election. And that's my new excuse. That's my new excuse. So you've got a job now. <laughs> yeah, I do have a job, but um, I think this election is basically a turning point. If if we're able to hold on with this uh, kind of propaganda nonstop two year assault on Trump, if we're able to maintain the House and maintain the Senate, that is a huge victory, and it might completely change. The way that i think about humanity so we stay tuned we will see oh, what happens november hope. 6th oh you have hope oh you fool <laughs> yeah i know you i know i baby. have a little bit of hope sorry um, i do i do
0: you're <laughs> gonna you're gonna blow up like um beckloff had uh, a great co-host um what was his name undertow undertow great voice worked in radio could also record books very well and um he had hope too and I think he he broke. He literally broke. And now he doesn't do internet anymore. And it's very sad because he had a great skill. I even kind of yelled at him. I said, don't give me this. I think he claimed he had like social anxiety disorder or family. I'm like, fuck you and get your fucking
3: ass up and don't give me this shit. And that didn't work. Um, but uh, you no, know, I've already been broken, though. I mean, I've I've already been broken. That's why I started Happy Nihilist. I mean, I've totally dealt with completely being... I just I'm a, a misanthropist, nihilist, whatever. And mm-hmm. but this man, if if humanity comes through here with two years of nonstop attack, that's what it's been nonstop attack, mm-hmm. and with shutting people down and 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 deplatforming people and getting rid of Alex Jones, if all of that happens, if they throw everything at us like they have, and people are able to see through it and do the right thing, um, I will admit that at least I'm wrong about. Yeah. At least there's a majority of people that are worth it. Sure, I, I don't sure. think okay. that right now, but, it, but if that happens, I'll have to eat some crow. Yeah, you you kicked that ball that Lucy's holding over there,
0: you didn't have fun with that.
3: John. Where can what, people? My eyes see? wide open. My eyes are wide open. Uh-huh.
0: John, uh, uh, what's your your YouTube site, which you have not put up any uh, interviews with recently, which upsets me because I get tired of listening to Beckloff and Forney and and um, yeah, 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 I European got history too. podcasts.
2: Yeah, uh, it's uh, John Steele Show uh, on YouTube, and uh, follow me on Twitter at John underscore Steele ninety nine.
0: Good, good. All right. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out my stuff at Captain Capitalism at If you need direct help, contact me at assholeconsulting.com. And then uh, we have my books. You can find that on amazon.com. And then um, a final plug for this book, which I will get and finish later The Pence Principle. A lousy bastard didn't have it in audiobook after two weeks after the nomination went through. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of impressed he did come out because it's been out. I've had it for like a couple of days, but. Uh, The Penn's Principle Lessons All Men Must Learn from Ford Cavanaugh by Randall Bentwick. And you can find that on Amazon, of course, up there. All right. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.